0: What's presentation classic hits power 99 sports presents high school football second and 10 from the 34 go Brian will come across the formation rolling
1: out here is going to be Harburg to his left throws it back right over the middle pass caught high up in the air is O'Brien in the end zone for the
2: touchdown. Tonight, the 2020 season kicks off in Wood River as the new co of Wood River Shelton hosts the Carney Catholic Star. High school football
3: and kick APR is brought to you by the Power 99 Sports Club. Nice kick that's taken at the 10-yard line on the right hash up the middle of the field. 15-20 looking for a block. 25 has it, kicks it outside 30-35, and there goes Kate Huxtable. He'll return the opening kickoff
2: of the second half. 90 yards, touchdown Eagles. Shelton joins Wood River for their first year of varsity football and tonight they welcome man quarterback Heinrich Harbour, Husker come in, and the Carney Catholic teammate. It's the Stars and the Silverbacks coming up next but first it's the first week of the Hogemeyer
4: Hybrid pregame show. We'll take you live to Scott Frost's alma mater in Wood River right after this word from
5: Hogemeyer Hybrid.
3: Good evening, everyone, from Wood River. We have made it to opening night of the 2020 high school football season. Doug Dudo, along with Don Lees, as we are ready to bring you the green and gold of Carney Catholic against the black and white of the new Wood River Shelton Silverbacks. Glad to have you along on the Hogermeyer Hybrids pregame show, and it is a busy opening night. We did have a couple of games involving Hastings High and Blue Hill last week. Five games all kicking off tonight at 7 o'clock. Carney High is just getting their pregame underway on ESPN 1460 as they are taking on Lincoln Southeast in a top-ten battle from Foster Field. Adams Central is hosting Holdridge on ESPN. AM Hastings McCook should be a good one on 1230 AM KHS. And then uh, down the road at Kennesaw, the Blue Devils ranked fourth in uh, D2 are hosting Axtell tonight on the Breeze 94.5. All of our games is available as well at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Well, the term COVID and pandemic has been talked about now for five plus months, but we're just glad, as all the coaches and kids and fans said, we just want to play. And Donalisa, uh, being a teacher and a coach yourself, I, I know you echo those sentiments as you guys get ready to run some cross country next week.
6: Yeah, you know, definitely. You know, you just got to do the protocols uh, that that are dealt with you, and and do the best that you can because. You know, you never know when it, when it's going to get shut down or if it's going to get shut down and stuff. You just hope that it don't get shut down. But uh, you just got to cherish what you have every day, you know, because it, you never know what's going to happen.
3: Well, Nebraska picked up another commit today from Omaha Creighton Prep tight end. And uh, their recruiting class is going up for 2021. And we have, for the first time, a uh, Nebraska scholarship player here for Carney Catholic. Of course, Matt Masker is down there as a walk-on, and his uh, follow-up quarterback uh, right here, of course, is Heinrich Harburg. And uh, everybody's been talking about him, and there's a lot of folks done. Uh, as as Rashawn Harvey told us uh, in, a, in the preseason practice, he goes, the good thing for uh, the bad thing for uh, Heinrich is he's in central Nebraska. The good thing is he's in central Nebraska <laughs> because not a lot of people knew about him or went out and watched uh, his football games. But he has committed to uh, Scott Frost and Nebraska.
6: Yep, and, and you know, rightly so. He's he's you know six five, six six, you know runs a hundred and ten eight and stuff, and he can he can motor and and he can throw the football and he's worked on it all all summer long on on things. Uh, you know, it's like I was telling him in class, you know, but you're going to have a target on your back because people are going to want to try to shut you down, you know, and, uh, you know, try to pick it off and everything like that, you know, and they might be chirping at you if you overthrow somebody or if you don't lose something. So you just got to, you know, keep your head and, and, uh, you know, play football like you're capable of playing football.
3: Well, and because of the situation we have, there are a lot of statewide media here. Sean Callahan's going to join us at halftime. He and part of Hale Varsity are here, just saw Sam McEwen from the Omaha. How world herald walk down the sidelines? They want a chance to see more than just the film yep. of Heinrich Harburg, and we'll see how many fans are out here uh, tonight because at Wood River, if you want to come watch the game, you can come watch the game. It's not restricted to just family, but they do ask that you wear the mask.
6: Right? You yeah, and that, that that's I think that's about pretty much everywhere. You know, just just do your part uh, so we can keep these games going every Friday night, and uh, you know, come come on out and watch some uh, high school football. It should be a good one.
3: Really unfortunate standpoint carney catholic was already going to be the favorite of the football game tonight but the COVID did hit shelton and with this co-op coach ashby had a lot of these shelton kids in the mix you'll hear in our pregame interview where he was talking about playing 19 kids where they wouldn't be playing both sides of the ball very much his starting quarterback got pulled out of practice wednesday during practice and so uh, there's no more important position to lose, but he's going to lose three starters because of that, and he'll tell us about it here in just a moment. Doug to Don Lease, uh, Stacy Johns, and the crew back at the studio at the end of the night the Rivals and Ruts scoreboard show. We're back into it. It's high school football in 2020. We'll hear from the coaches, starting with Rashawn Harvey of Carney Catholic and then Jeff Ashby of Wood River Shelton when we return.
8: B&B Carpet and Donovan, now with Pergo Extreme Rigid Flooring, where high performance runs deep. Deeper visuals, deeper protection, deeper warranty. For the number one preferred brand in flooring, Pergo Extreme offers unmatched durability and a guarantee you expect from a high performance floor. Pergo Extreme's warranty is worry-free for life, providing extreme debt resistance, 100% kid and pet-proof warranty, and waterproof warranty. For the worry-free solution, see B&B Carpets and Donovan, and you'll see why your friends say, that's where we always go.
3: And welcome back to the Hogenmeyer Hybrids pregame show here on Power 99, the season opener for the Kearney Catholic Stars, rated in the top ten, most of the top five in C1 publications as they take on Wood River Shelton. And head coach Rashawn Harvey joins us here. And, Coach, uh, man, we are just glad to get to this day, I'm guessing. How about you?
4: Yes, we are. We're excited where we are. And um, the goal is to stay healthy every day and every week so we can keep playing football. Obviously, we talked a few weeks ago on the Doug
3: and Daddy Show as camp was just getting underway. How has fall camp gone for you?
4: We've had a good fall camp. Um, you know, we had to fill some um, lineman positions, and we've got those done. Some kids have stepped up. Uh, our skill positions, we are good. We believe a good two deep at our skill positions. Our defense has come along, and, you know, that's been a focus for us uh, is our defense. You know, everybody thinks about us throwing the ball and, you know, running around, but uh, we need to get better on the defensive side if we're going to make a playoff run. Coach, uh, you talked about
3: being able to maybe tackle better the run game was not defensively one of your strengths last year. How can you tell during camp and during practice if you've improved?
4: We've uh, changed our scheme a little bit uh, to allow our kids to think less and react more, Uh, so that's been very evident uh, that they've succeeded with that. And we've implemented more tackling drills, you know, uh, throughout the fall camp, and and we do tackling every day. And so we've been doing better with that. Uh, In our two scrimmages that we've had, we've had way less uh, missed tackles, and uh, we're not giving up so much yak, and uh, we're getting two, three hats to the ball every time. So we're excited about our team's speed also defensively so we've been doing better but now you know when when you get in real action against somebody else we'll really see how how we do well with uh tackling and stopping the run
3: you mentioned kind of changing up your scheme a little bit how did you do that
4: and we decided to put a few more athletes on the field, um, take a take one of our linemen off, and uh, we put another athlete. We we're blessed with you know athletes on our team. It seems like every year for Carney Catholic, we don't have a lot of size, uh, so we decided to stop fighting the system a little bit and just put more athletes on the field and let them be athletes. And you know we're going to be a pressure defense this year. Rashad Harvey, head coach of the Kearney Catholic
3: Stars, with us here on the pregame show, coach with all that could or could not happen over the summer. How do you feel going into opening night different than the past few years?
4: You know, we feel good as, as a staff, and um, our team feels good about it. We're excited about uh, getting out there to play. Uh, kids did well over the summer, uh, getting in the weight room when we were able to open. We believe we got uh, eight weeks in, which was great, and our, our kids are really – uh adhering to what we're talking about in regards to you got to mask up in the community if you want to keep playing football you got to mask up in the community you got to stay in your same circle so we're excited about our kids wanting to continue to play they're doing what we're asking them to do and um and we got the parents on board with that also you know the whole school we're required to wear a mask in the school uh, so we're we just want to stay healthy and our kids are doing what they need to do now Obviously, Heinrich Harburg is going to be the face.
3: There's going to be people all over every week either trying to watch him or uh, get a story with him. Uh, How have you seen his development?
4: He's developed uh, really well. His leadership is, an inc- is increasing. That's one goal that we wanted him to do. Not that he hasn't done that well, uh, but we talked to our kids about, you know, after Carnegie Capital football, if you're going on to play football at Nebraska, you're going to be a quarterback, the most scrutinized position on the field, and uh, you're going to have some fans coming at you, good or bad. So uh, like I said, you've got to get better with your leadership. And develop thick skin, so he's done that. Uh, he's got involved with his, uh, more involved with his, with his teammates. Even during the COVID time, they would get together, uh, work on routes, whatever it may be, timing. And um, he's impacted our, our team in a positive way. You know, we've got other guys that aspire to go on and play at the next level. Uh, Heinrich brings attention to himself, which brings attention to our other guys uh, that are that are on the field. So our our men are excited about that opportunity, and they they look at it as, hey. It's not that Heinrich's getting all the attention. Our team is going to get the attention, and we've talked to our young men about how that's going to help you. Let's not be uh, salty about it or mad about it because he's getting all the interviews. Let's figure out and, and embrace how that's helping the entire team and could help you move on to the next level. Most of your wide receivers and
3: split ends are returning with Mahoney and O'Brien, who has been outstanding. Uh, six foot five, a big target there. David Miner. Uh, what about running back with Kale Conrad and, and how deep you are and, and how that position looks?
4: We think we're three deep at running back. Kale uh, Conrad, like you mentioned, uh, man, we're excited for him. If we can keep him healthy the same uh, the entire season, we believe he'll be a thousand plus yard runner he's big strong uh, he's one of our young men that made it thousand pound club he's, he's explosive um then we have riley greaser uh that came along last year got a lot of playing time when when kell comrade was out so riley's looking better this year uh and ty redinger is going to be able to help us there at running back a sophomore and then we'll throw logan Miner back there every right now and then just for kind of a little change of direction guy in a sense so uh, we're excited about uh, how we can get uh, get the ball on the ground so we got to offset the air game so we're a team that always we're going to take what you give us you know if you don't want to you don't want us to throw the ball we'll run it obviously
3: in the day being in the Lou Platt uh familiar with Wood River but uh Wood River Shelton knew they combined uh kind of a tough to get a read on what exactly they have how do you prepare for what they have and, and what do the uh, football team have tonight that you're facing
4: yeah we're We've just been preparing for two different offensive styles, Um, you know, in in film that we have on them. You know, they've been a spread team, and they've run some power football. They've lined up an old-school wishbone, Uh, so we're preparing for both styles of offense uh, defensively. You know, they uh, have shown two different defensive schemes, a four-man front and a three-man front, so we've prepared for that. Um, but they do have some X factors. Um, I don't recall the, the, the young man's name. I, I'm usually a numbers guy, so number 80 from their team last year. we got to know where he is. We're not going to kick to him. Uh, uh, he's pretty dang quick, and then, then we hear they got a, a young man that came over, obviously from Shelton with the uh, two teams coming together that uh, played quarterback for Shelton last year. He's a pretty good athlete, so we got to be uh, keeping eye on those guys and know where they are and we expect them to be physical you know wood river um, has some tradition i know coach is going to have them ready to play so we got to be ready to play coach rashawn harvey Carney catholic what's the last words
3: you're going to give the team tonight as they come out of the locker room
4: just go out there and have fun. Uh, we know there's going to be a lot of eyes on our game and a lot of probably a lot of people there due to um, who we have as as a Husker recruit and as a quarterback in Heinrich Harburg. But go out there and have fun. Go show what we can do and let's improve defensively. Yeah, we believe we can put up points, you know, because we always have we can score points on on the offensive side. But we want to show how we've improved defensively, and um, that's our goal coming out of this game. All right, Coach. Best of luck. We'll talk next week. All right. We appreciate you covering the stars, Rashawn Harvey,
3: head coach at Kearney Catholic, and we'll come back and talk with the head coach of the newly co-op Silverbacks, Jeff Ashby, after this on Power ninety nine.
9: These days, there's plenty of things to stress about, but Aurora Cooperative Animal Nutrition has the answer to take the stress out of weaning season with our professionally formulated weaning feed, Right Start, a pellet that encourages calf health, room and development, and puts calves on the right path to superior performance. Visit with your local animal nutrition representative today or call 308-382-3033. So sit back and relax this weaning season because we've got you covered. Tougher together, Aurora and you.
3: And welcome back to Wood River here on Power 99 and com as the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show continues. And we've got a new team. It's the Silverbacks, but we know the kids from Wood River and Shelton. We had a chance earlier this summer to catch up with Jeff Ashby to kind of talk about the challenges during COVID of trying to get two teams together with kind of or two schools, two areas, that might have had some different rules and is obviously going to take effect uh, in the game tonight. And we've got some other things to cover, but I guess... To start off with, Coach, it's still got to be exciting that we're getting to play some football.
5: Yeah, I mean, we got that going for us, and trying to get back to some normalcy and, and things like that. And so, yeah, being able to practice for the last three weeks has been nice, and, and seeing the kids back in school, even though you know we're having them uh, wear masks and everything. I think they're all, teachers included, are all getting used to wearing masks.
3: How has the marriage so to speak gone how many kids do you have from each place uh, do you practice back and forth just for the folks that don't know fill them in on uh, how this little co-op is working right now
5: well it's going pretty well you know the kids are getting along great i mean that's that transition has been seamless and and things we didn't get to do as many things as we would have liked to this summer together to get to know each other better before we got started but once you know august rolled around we got started um on the 10th it, it's gone pretty good um uh, Primarily, we we practice, you know, the majority of the practices are in Wood River, but we do practice in in Shelton some um, uh, just because of facility-wise. And uh, we'll play a couple games over there this year, and uh, they had to get new goalposts and lengthen and widen the field and do all that kind of stuff and uh, upgrade their facilities a little bit. So um, that went pretty well. So we'll get get a couple. You know, they're going to have to find some more seating, you know, same way here at Wood River, you know eventually we have got to find more seating and so we're play bigger schools and and uh gonna have more fans so we gotta, we' gotta figure that out
3: besides just having numbers uh, coach Ashby, what's been the benefits and what's been some of the challenges so far?
5: just uh trying to get the busing back and forth you know between the schools and getting there on time and you know taking time to get over there and um and then you got different uh schedules school schedules are different. And so you got to work that out. Make sure practices and and games and all that kind of stuff. You know, our our, primarily our JV games will be in Shelton and and things like that. So, just you know, probably the communication thing more than anything back and forth between myself and and Coach Province, who was the head coach at Shelton, you know, last year, Um, and uh, he took over uh, as, as athletic director. So getting that communication you know has gone pretty well for us but it's it's still you know you got to remember to do those things and and when you do you think of things here you got to remember you got to relate that communication over to uh to Shelton and, and things like that
3: Talk with Jeff Ashby head football coach of the season opener for Wood River Shelton and Uh, Just like every other team that was getting ready to play their first game, you kind of think we've got, okay, we're just a couple days out, we're ready to go, and then you took a significant hit this week. Uh, Tell us about what happened.
5: Well, Wednesday, which is only two days before game day, uh, about halfway through practice, we had three kids in in Shelton um, get pulled out of practice to be quarantined due to somebody tested positive that they were in class with, and and stuff like that they had no symptoms or anything but um by whatever standards by the, the health department or whatever said that they needed to be quarantined so um yeah that uh, that hurt big time all three of those guys were going to start and, and uh do our special teams kicking you know that really hurt us we had a really good field goal kicker in in angeline and uh so he's probably a good 40 45 yard field goal kicker and and uh, so we thought you know, we could put some points on the board there and, and, and things and then he also our one of our starting wide outs and then we lost uh, Quinn Chaney and uh, uh, Ryan Lewis who are both starting linebackers and, and also a lot of playing time. Quinn was going to see playing time at quarterback as well and, and uh, Ryan Lewis had one of our backs and so yeah it was a big hit. You know if we could have done it a week ago to give us time to prepare, but, you know, it hit us in the middle of practice on a Wednesday, so we're, we're scrambling. We're scrambling to figure out what we're going to do, and, you know, when you get everything in and everybody finally understands, you know, all the packages you got in, and then all of a sudden that gets a wrenched on in, and now you got to try to teach it in in a real big hurry to the guys that didn't get near as many reps.
3: Well, you haven't had a lot of time to really work on that either, as you told me, and and with that short turnaround. What are you expecting? What were you seeing and what are you still expecting in this ball game from your team tonight?
5: Well, I think you know we're going to be competitive. You know that I was really, I was really high on our defense. I thought our defense was playing well and, and uh, making it uh, tough on our offense and things. And we, you know, we were we we're coming, we were planning on coming out on, and playing nineteen guys. We, we don't only we like expect three guys plan on going both ways, you know, it, it, which is going to be nice in this ninety degree weather. But now we're going to play a lot more guys both ways, so um, we weren't expecting that, of course. But uh, I, I think you know we got guys that are capable of filling in, and uh, just just not a lot of time to get them practice and get them the reps that they needed to to get us back on on top. Though, but defensively, I thought we were really really making big strides, and then offensively, um, you know, that's just kind of a. We had a really young offensive line, and, and they were starting to come along. They are starting to get their um, uh, mojo and, and things like that. And I just, I thought I, I'm expecting a really competitive football game, and, and just like I said, we took a hit, but with the uh, next man up, and, and we got to deal with it.
3: You mentioned uh, before we talked here officially that you might be uh, using a couple of quarterbacks. Caleb Stewart uh, might be a guy that could have been a running back for you. Uh, are you just going to have to try to keep this thing on the ground here in game number one?
5: Uh, not necessarily. We got guys, you know, you know, Caleb's capable of throwing the football. We got really good skill guys. Um, it just depends on we got different packages, and you know, Waylon Cronk, who is a is a freshman, will see some time at quarterback, you know, tonight. And uh, so, like I said, Quinn would have saw some time. So we were, we were in. The, probably in a mode of you might have saw three quarterbacks, three different quarterbacks play, but uh it just it just depends on where we're at and what the situation is and, and, and things like that. Depending on who um can play. But all those guys are capable of playing, you know, in the backfield, whether it's at quarterback or or at running back, but with those guys all in there, you know, we you know, we can pull up and throw a pass from anywhere. You know, they don't have to be to start out at quarterback, <laughs> but you know <laughs>
3: Try a little of that kind of stuff. Well, I'm guessing Carney Catholic's going to be scratching their head because uh, they haven't played you guys for a long, long time, and and can only look at a little bit of Wood River film, obviously from '11. Man, you know what they've got at quarterback. You know what they've got at the skill positions, and uh, kind of what their problems were from last year, maybe defensively. Uh, how have you prepared for uh, the stars?
5: Oh, you know, like you like said, they've they've got a lot of guys back. I think they only lost a couple guys off that team, and, and defensively was probably their weak spot. Um but uh the thing they have is they they've got a lot of speed out there so they, they rally to the football pretty fast. So when things look like they're open when you're throwing the ball, when they look like they're open, they close pretty fast. So it's one of those things that our timing with our quarterback and receiver has gotta be, you know, right on or, you know, it's gonna be a pick and and uh that's the one thing we wanna to try to avoid as much as possible in the first game is, is turnovers. And uh so we'll just we'll have to see how that goes you know they got their defensive line back and and they progressed throughout the season from the roar game to the to the end of the season they really progressed so um we're expecting them to be a lot tougher on defense than they were a year ago and, and obviously in the offense they're going to be really good with uh, Heinrich Harburg at quarterback and uh, they got the uh, minor kid at the receiver who's got a lot of speed and and things, so yeah, it's it's a, it's a tough, tough order, you know. First game out of the chute.
3: Well, coach, uh, hopefully uh, the kids can get back quickly, and keep the rest of them healthy, and uh, it'll be a fun year of football for uh, the Silverbacks. We appreciate you giving us some time, and good luck. Okay, thank you. That's Jeff Ashby, head coach of the new Co-op Wood River Shelton Silverbacks, and we'll be back to Wood River for the starting lineups here on opening night on Power ninety nine. After this, on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Time now for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for the visiting stars of Kearney Catholic. Along the line, your center is number 53, 6'2", 220-pound junior, Gavin Drumheller. The guards are number 65, 5'10", 240-pound senior, Ethan Geiger, And number 75, 6'2", 245-pound junior, Jake Masker. The tackles are number 63, 6'5", junior, 215-pounder, Dylan Murs. And number 66, 6'4", senior, 200-pounder, that is Seth Moore. That's the offensive line for the Stars. They go with that four wide receiver set. Starting tonight will be number one, 5'9", 170-pound senior, Logan Minor. Number three, 6'1", 180-pound senior, Samson David. Number 11, 6'3", 210-pound junior, Brett Mahoney. And number 12, 6'5", 190-pound senior, Logan O'Brien. The running back is number 42, 5'10", 185-pound senior, Kale Conrad. And the quarterback is number 10, 6'6", 200-pound senior, Heinrich Harburg, accepting the scholarship offer to Nebraska. The Stars are ranked third in the Omaha World Herald, fourth in the Lincoln Journal Star, fifth in Huskerland Prep Report, and are coached by Rashawn Harvey. Assisted by Dave Colling, Paul Brungart, Mike Pacheco, Rick Moses, Jesse Spangler, Gabe Smallwood, Ozzy Rodriguez, and Matt Johnson. Now for the Wood River Shelton Silverbacks, their center is number 55, 5'9", 240-pound sophomore, Sam Stewart. The left guard is number 54, 5'11", 205-pound junior, Braden Roberson. And the right guard is number 79, 5'10", 220-pounder, Tommy Leach. At the tackles, on the right side is number 63, 210-pounder, junior. That is Kevin, Kevin Peters. And number 75 is Laramie Freer. He's a freshman, 5'10", 175-pound at that left tackle position. Taking a look at what they put in the tight end position, that's going to be number three, 363, 175-pound sophomore Caleb Polk. In the slot, number 11, 6165 and sixty-five pound freshman, Waylon Cronk. As you heard coach say, though, he'll probably take some snaps at quarterback tonight. The wide receivers are the Graves boys, number 14, 6'150-pound junior, Aiden Graves, and number 22, 6'150-pound junior, Easton Graves. The running back, number 21, 6'190-pound senior, Devin Jebson And the quarterback, number 13, 5960 and sixty pound junior, Caleb Stewart gets the start tonight. For head coach Jeff Ashby, Assisted by Clark Benny, Austin Ruskamp, Phil Smith, Ryan Province, and Ed Lowe, the first game as a consolidated football program, and again only co-oping Don, in the sport of football. They'll have their separate other teams as we move forward, which yeah. will make interesting because they play each other every once in a while.
6: Yeah, exactly. You know, you know when they get to play it in football or in basketball or in uh, you know do some wrestling, they might meet up in some wrestling stuff too. You know, that's. Uh, but this is cool because, you know, both teams uh, getting a little bit low on the numbers part of things and stuff. And co oping like this was was good for uh, Wood River Shelton.
3: And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Unfortunately, the injury report is part sickness, part injury, brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. The three players out because of the COVID uh, contact tracing for Wood River Shelton are the Shelton boys Quinn Cheney, Ryan Lewis and Angel Lynn for Carney Catholic you've got Max McBride out with a thumb and James Suha out with a hand and that is our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with a location near you more from Wood River next And welcome back to the Hogan-Meyer Hybrids pregame show here in Wood River. Doug Duda, Don Lee's just a couple of minutes away from the kickoff of the season right now here in Wood River. It is 82 degrees, winds out of the north-northeast at 14 miles an hour. So Carney Catholic will be going into the wind. They won the toss, Don, and no surprise, their offense wants the football.
6: Yep, definitely. You know, you're even talking to Coach Harvey on the way down, uh, you know, he, he wants the football right off the bat uh, to, you know, get his offense going. Uh, see what Heinrich and the, and the crew can do, but they, they wanted the football right off the bat.
3: And you've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer. We're about ready for football. Carney Catholic and Wood River Shelton not only here on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Wood River, and Shelton, Power 99, but on the World Wide Web, platriverpreps.com. Check that out. You can also look at the scoreboard for area games, pull it up on your iPad, your phone, whatever it is that you're using as a mobile device, and platriverpreps.com brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. We'll kick it off after this.
14: Thanks for listening to this sports broadcast. Proudly brought to you in part by the staff and management of Ganguish Seed Farms in Shelton. Ganguish Seed Farms knows how hard all these students and coaches work for their team's success. That's why Ganguish Seed is very proud to support all of our athletes. Good luck today, and remember, winning means trying. Good luck to all the student-athletes from everyone at Ganguish Seed Farms in Shelton. Find us online at ganguishseedfarms.com or call 308-647-5301.
3: Had a couple of six-man games already go final this afternoon. Defending champion Harvard falls in the final minute to Spalding Academy, 47-40. Hartland Lutheran beat Elba, 63-32. Arthur County defeated SEM, 54-32 to in games that were played this afternoon. Of course, there were a few played yesterday. Uh, Ansley Litchfield beat Anselmo Murnum. Nebraska Christian beat Palmer. Red Cloud was a winner over Deschler. Carney Catholic with their... White jerseys, green pants with the gold trim and gold helmets. Black uniforms with white trim and black, kind of Raider-esque yeah. type of looking helmets.
6: Yeah, but it is exactly look like the Raiders out there. Will be the Las Las Vegas Raiders now if they uh,
3: get to going on everything on the on the pro scene part of things. Boy, that's a heck of a stadium they've got out there too. They were still building it when we were out there for the Super Bowl last year, and the. Uh, now, if you see it online, it's, it's pretty special, and hopefully there's a lot of NFL football to play right. uh, as well.
6: Yep. And that's, you know, that's what they, you know, one thing that they were saying, too, you know, with, with the COVID part of things, at least they were able to get everything kind of built out there a little bit faster and stuff. So, yep, they're ready to play some football out there.
3: Logan Miner, and something you don't see every day, Heinrich Harburg is actually going to be returning this kickoff back there with Miner. I know he's got a lot of speed, but uh, I I don't know. We'll be talking with Coach Harvey about taking a chance there uh, with having him back on kick returns. Let's see if they even kick it deep. No, it's going to be a squib kick, and it's going to be covered. A couple of Carney Catholic linemen were actually fighting for it, and the Stars will cover it at their own 47, 48-yard line with Hunter Shires. Again, Angel yep. Len would have been their kicker, and even yesterday, Coach wasn't sure what they were going to do at kicker, and that just kind of really hurts you. You can't kick it deep for a couple of reasons: you don't have a kicker, and you're afraid that they might bring it back on you.
6: Exactly right. And then, you know, and with that, you know, they get the football right here at the 48-yard line. Does Carney Catholic great field position?
3: So. Spread it out. Twins right and left. Conrad in the slot left and Harburg to throw the first pass out here to the right. Flat and wide open is going to be his receiver, Brett Mahoney, who's into territory of the Silverbacks inside the 40. He'll be brought down at the 37-yard line, 15, and most guys wouldn't miss that guy. He was wide open. Yeah, he was. A,
6: just ran a little bit of an out route on that side there. He... he He actually had Kale Conrad right down the middle because they had a little safety blitz on that wide open down the middle too.
3: They try to go no huddle, which will make it even more difficult for the Silverbacks' defense, and this time it's going to be quarterback draw, a little trouble in the backfield, almost wrapped up there by Mason King, but Harburg does get some positive yards out of it as he gets inside the 35 to about the 33-yard line, but King was in Uh, there defensively.
6: Yep, came right off that defensive end part of things there on a blitz on outside linebacker blitz and got in there to kind of disrupt things Heinrich did a good job of sidestepping him and
3: getting out there and gaining some yards. Again, spread offense. Now Conrad lines up behind his quarterback about five yards deep. They'll run a little handoff to him, and he'll break one tackle but be hit as he gets to the 30-yard line. Tackle made by Devin Jepson with Waylon Cronk in there. But it's going to be very close to the first down, maybe just a yard and a half short. We'll go a gain of... Three for Conrad.
6: Yep, just going right up the middle out of that. Uh, they had a couple linebackers blitzing on that, did uh, Wood River Shelton, and kind of made him sidestep one, and, but he, Kale was able to pick up a couple yards on the play.
3: Bubble to the right this time. Loan to the left side is Logan O'Brien, and Conrad splits out of the backfield. They've got one-on-one over here, but they're going to swing it out of the backfield, complete here to Logan Miner. little screen down the right side, inside the 25. It'll be shoved out of bounds, enough for the first down. Close to the 22-yard line, that's going to be a game. Of eight, maybe nine on the play at the 21.
6: Yeah, just swing it out there to your receivers like Logan Miner and them, see what they can do. And, uh, you know, coming up the middle on a blitz on that situation was their middle linebackers for, you know, Wood River. So it was a good call out
3: there to the outside. So now bubble four to the left side. They'll set up that same play. Wide receiver screen here to Miner. Gets to the left side, 25-20. Cuts back, misses a man, 15-10-5. And he's going to get to the pylon. Touchdown, Carney Catholic. A 21-yarder, and he broke about four tackles. Nice bit of running there by Miner.
6: Yep, just a swing out here to the outside. They had a little screen out of here. Uh, They got a couple blocks, but like you said, he made a couple guys miss. He does a great job when he gets out in the open, does Logan Miner, of making people miss. And that's one thing that they like to do is get those receivers out there, Logan Miner and Austin Christian and those guys out there, and get them
3: one-on-one to see what they can do. Now Carney Catholic will line up to kick the extra point with Spencer Hoagland, the experienced place kicker here for the Stars. And offsides, is going to be on Wood River Shelton. The kick is up. The kick is good, so they don't have to worry about it. But the uh, defensive end trying to get in there and was offside. So Hoagland uh, converts the kick, and it took Kearney Catholic a minute and 46 seconds to score to start the season. It's the Stars 7 and Wood River Shelton 5, our touchdown brought to you here on Power 99 by our friends at Five Points Bank, the Better Bank.
15: And Doug Duda, Don
3: Lee's here on Power 99 and prepscom as the stars took it down the field. And I imagine, for Coach Harvey and the offensive staff, it's you. You want to shine and show off uh, Heinrich Harburg, but nothing too crazy there. They didn't go downfield. A couple of little wide receiver screens and one run by. Uh, Cale Conrad, as the kick is away, and it's taken at the two-yard line here by Caleb Stewart. Comes up the numbers to the 15, and he's going to be stacked up just short of the 20-yard line. Brought down at the 19 on the hit is Aaron O'Brien.
6: Doing a good job, you know, running their lanes that time. You know, Carney Catholic, uh, you got the ball, Wood River River Shelton got the ball on the left side, kind of tried to get back to the middle out of that, but... Carney Catholic did a real good job of just running their lanes and making a good tackle there at the 18-yard line, 19.
3: Well, of course, Coach Aspie likes to spread it out, but with the changes, let's see what he's going to be able to do here tonight. They do have a shotgun. It's going to be a high snap, looking to throw. Deep down the left sideline, Waylon Crocks, the quarterback, and it's going to be underthrown and picked off by Miner at the 46. He'll return it to the 39-yard line. And so Stewart or Crock, and they put Crock back there that time in the first pass, picked off. And, again, one of the things that Coach had talked about, you don't want to throw salt on the wound by having a turnovers in the first play as a pick.
6: Right, and he got a little bit of pressure on him on that back side and stuff, and he just kind of threw it down there trying to see if his receiver would be able to make the play. Logan, Logan Miner was out there and just turned around and intercepted the ball, and now Carney Catholic is going to have the football here at the 36-yard line. Great field
3: position for Carney Catholic. Good start to the ball game for Logan Miner, a touchdown and a pick already. And on first down and ten, waiting to get the ball set here for play. Twins to the left. Miner by himself to the short side, the right side. Conrad will flank the quarterback, Harburg, who's in the pistol to his right. Harburg sends him in motion and now takes the snap. Under some pressure, has to roll out of there. Rolling, rolling, throws it downfield, and it is going to be caught. Was he inbounds? Yes, he was. Good comeback inside the 25-yard line. Making the catch for Carney Catholic is going to be Austin, Austin Kristner. Yep.
6: yep, just you know a little ro- rollout to this side. He got pressured, and Austin did a good job of coming back for the football on that one because he was downfield and he came back for the football. And uh, uh, Heinrich threw it out there, and uh, you couldn't really see if he was in bounds, but he was in bounds. And a nice catch by Austin Krishner.
3: Good job of scrambling that time. Harburg showing just a, yep. another one of the reasons a lot of like people like what he's able to do. Here's a bubble four to the short side. Mahoney to the right. There's that little screen pass out to Logan Miner again. This time the Silverbacks are ready for it. And shoving him out of bounds after a short gain is going to be Aiden Graves. Gain of only a couple on the play, it looks like. They'll mark him at the 20. Second down and eight. But Harburg starts off five for five. Just... Good thing the Carnival's not over at the State Fair. Heinrich could sneak over there and right. win a lot of prizes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Under cover. <laughs> all right, traditional base set here. Twins left and right with Conrad behind, and they'll turn and hand it off to Kale on the right side. He's hit immediately in the backfield and dropped for a loss by Tristan Fisher, and the two that they gained on the previous play are gone here. So, Kearney Catholic uh, may throw the ball all night long because a couple of running plays, they've looked really good at the silverback defense.
6: Yep, and they're linebackers for... Uh... The Silverbacks are coming up and and blitzing a lot of times and uh, sometimes, you know, causing the Carney Catholic line to kind of go, who's coming, who's coming? Third
3: and 10 at the Silverback, 22, Harburg under pressure. He dances around one man, rolls to his right. Everybody's covered, so he'll tuck it up 20, 15, and close to the first down marker should have it. And they had three guys on him in the backfield, and Harburg showing his athleticism on third and 10, able to run down to about the 11-yard line. And we've got an injured... Silverback over there and I believe that's Caleb Stewart who might have got rolled up on trying to make the tackle over there our injury report brought to you by our friends at Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life so Carney Catholic scored on their opening possession Whittaker Shelton threw an interception on their first play. Logan Miner with the touchdown and the pick. And now the Stars converted third and 10, and they'll have it first and 10 at the 11. 7 0 Kearney Catholic, 9 0 2 to go here in the first quarter. We'll be right back after this timeout. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney.
13: Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is now offering an orthopedic rapid care clinic. During these uncertain times, our goal is to help take the burden off of our local hospitals. New West Sports Medicine is now offering a walk-in clinic for your orthopedic problems, Monday through Friday, 8 to 4. No appointments necessary. Most major insurance is accepted. Call 308-865-2570 for more information. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery's new rapid care clinic.
3: And welcome back, still down on the field, is Caleb Stewart, and they've got his helmet. It looked like it might be a leg injury, which could be knee, ankle, anything like that, but uh, got rolled up on trying to get over there and make the tackle on Heinrich Harburg on the scramble, and usually that's when some of that stuff happens. You you get a busted play, and you're off of your assignment, and you're trying to go make a play, and somebody gets you from the backside, or you get rolled up on, and Mm -hmm. that's exactly what happened there.
6: Yeah, as he was going out to that outside there, and like you said, you know, making a busted play out of that, and uh, look like, like you said, he just got rolled up on. he getting up on his feet
3: right now, and at least he's uh, well, he is walking. Walk, yeah. They're kind of real slow, but he's trying to walk off under his own power. So that's a good sign for uh, Caleb Stewart, who is going to be asked to do a lot tonight after Quinn Cheney. Uh, was pulled earlier this week because of COVID. Not a whole lot of scoring early on, but Centura down the road is up first on Hershey, 17-0. Kennesaw on the breeze, 94.5, has already taken a 14 to nothing lead over uh, Axtell. Bertrand scores first to take a 6-0 lead against Overton. And everything else right now in the area just kind of getting underway. So Carney Catholic already up 7 to nothing, facing a 1st-and-10 at the 11-yard line of Wood River Shelton. It's not as windy as it
7: sounds. No,
6: it (laughs) really really isn't.
3: (laughs) So Heinrich Harburg, the 21-yard touchdown screen pass to Logan Miner was the first score of the game. So now, who will they put at quarterback? <laughs> well, they made yeah. you mean, Kronk came in and, and threw the pick, and Stewart was going to start, but they actually snapped it to Kronk, so I assume that's probably where they'll stay. stay. We're ready to go now. First down and 10. Motion from right to left, trips that way, rolling that way. Harburg throws underneath to the motion man Mahoney at the nine, and he's into the end zone for the touchdown. Carney Catholic two scores in the first two minutes, three minutes and fifteen seconds.
6: Yep, just rolled out here to this outside on the left side here, and Mahoney was open and downfield. Uh, O'Brien threw a good block downfield to get him into the end zone off that, but just a little pass out to the outside, and and that's one thing that Carney Catholic's going to do quite a bit of is get that ball to the outside and let those receivers. You know, get the ball, whether it's a 5-yard pass, a 10-yard pass, and see what they can do
3: and try to make people miss. And you know with the situation, as Hoagland gets in there, I don't think the Stars are going to be showing a whole lot tonight uh, because Gothenburg and St. Paul the next two weeks are two quality opponents that could be district champs as the extra point by Hoagland is up, and it is good. Another touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank as they... Convert on the interception, a 36-yard drive, an 11-yard touchdown pass to Brett Mahoney. And with 8.46 to go in the first quarter, Carney Catholic 14, Wood River Shelton nothing.
14: And, of course...
7: Trusted people who you can call when bad stuff happens. In this moment, get an agent who will protect you in that moment. Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue N and 56th Street in Kearney. Also Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Barneyinsurance.net.
3: Back at the Carney Towing and Repair oh broadcast booth here at Wood River, Nebraska, is Wood River Shelton ready to get the ball for the second time as Hoagland puts it on a tee here and stars up 14 to nothing early.
6: Yeah, you know, this is exactly what the Carney Catholic wanted, the football, and then see what their offense could do, and then they got the pick, and then they scored again.
3: So Hoagland to kick it away. He's got plenty of leg in this one. He is going to drive into the end zone just about two yards deep. Can't bring it out, even though uh, they would love to have Kate Huxtable do that. Uh, last year saw him return a kickoff against a Gibbon for a, a 90-yard touchdown in the second half. You probably heard that. Uh, in the highlights uh, when we started the ball game, so there are some athletes over yep. here, but they haven't had a chance to get going yet. And, no. and when when you get popped in the face real quick, you just need to come out here and find a way to get a first down or two and right. settle down because yep. this can happen a lot. We you see it over any college pros, just settle oh, yeah. it down.
6: Yep, that's exactly what they need to just get, you know get get a first down here, try to get some positive yardage out of some situations here and see what they can do, and uh, like you said, just settle down and then uh, try to move the football here.
3: And you got a freshman taking the snap at quarterback, Waylon Kronk. Four wide outs, lone back. They'll run option to that side. Kronk tries to keep it, and he's just swallowed up as he gets up to about the 16, and that's only a yard forward, but the problem was he was five yards back in the shotgun, so that'll be a loss of four.
6: Yep, just trying to go to that right side of uh Wood River Shelton, and uh, the guys on this side for Carney Catholic about three or four of them that blitzed through there and uh, disrupted everything for a
3: loss on the uh, carry for him. so minus four on the carry. Only about 11 Shelton players on the roster, and then as you missed at the beginning, three of the starters would have been from Shelton were pulled because of COVID concerns and contact tracing earlier this week. So there's still a lot of Wood River kids, but it does move them from C2 to C1. Second down and 14. Kronk takes it, hands it off to his eye-back King, and King drives forward, but all he could do is get back to the line of scrimmage. It'll be third down, maybe 13 might give him a yard.
6: Yep, that time Cale Conrad was right there to step right into that hole out of that. Uh, you know, looked like there might be a little bit um, there, but Cale uh, Conrad from his middle linebacker position did a good job of stepping right up there and making the tackle for Carney
3: Catholic. So they will say a gain of a yard, and it'll be third down and 13 here. Already 14 to nothing, Kearney Catholic, and we still have 7.20 to go in the opening quarter. Carney Catholic goes with three down linemen. Trips to the left side. In the backfield is Jepson as the running back, trying to get the playoff before the clock expires, and they snap it over his head. It's going all the way back to the end zone, and will it be a safety or a touchdown? It looks like it's going to be a touchdown. Carney Catholic won the battle. Cale Conrad got back there. He slid. He scooped it up with that left arm and took it away from the young freshman, Waylon Cronk, and Carney Catholic is up 20 to nothing.
6: You know, just the start that Carney Catholic wanted, but the start that Wood River did not want, You know, high snap over his head rolls into the end zone. Like you said, Cale Conrad did a great job of sliding in there and uh, corraling the ball right in the end zone for a touchdown for Carney Catholic.
3: So Hoagland keeping busy, getting ready to attempt his third extra point snap good placement good and the kick is on the way and it is good another five points bank touchdown this one a defensive recovery of a fumble in the end zone carney catholic 21 wood river shelton nothing 705 to go first quarter here on power 99 and platte
0: your local pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season
1: Tired of looking at your family as they stare into their phones? Why not give them something incredible to look at, like Mother Nature, while cruising around in a new or used boat from Buzz's Marine? Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer can help you and your family unplug and de-stress in a healthy way on the water. They have sport and surf boats, deck boats, fishing boats, and pontoons and triple tunes. Whatever you choose, you can't lose. Find out more today at Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer at 5th and Central Carney, or online at Buzz's Marine
3: with our producer engineers back at the studio and Don Lee. I'm Doug Duda with you here at Wood River Shelton. Thank you so much. We're at Wood River, but uh, Wood River Shelton combo. Thanks a lot to uh, Athletic Director Ob Boucher and the folks here for their hospitality as Hoagland gets ready to kick it away again. And King's going to come over and take it at about the three-yard line right in the middle of the football field. Start right, try to go left, and he is going to be brought down before he can get to the 20-yard line by Tate Florell. So Tate, who we uh, learned about on the basketball court, transferred over and played last year. Uh, here he is.
6: Yep, and and Tate's one of those energy guys too. On you know <laughs> offense and defense, he likes to get after things, and in, you know kicking game he wants to play. He just wants to get out there. He he doesn't care what what it is. He'll be on the punt, punt return. It doesn't matter. He just wants to get out there and, and fly around.
3: Well, again, I'm sure a lot of folks came to watch Heinrich Harburg, and it's already 21 to nothing. It'll be limited tonight. And, again, as we said at the start, Wood River Shelton already had lost a quarterback, and now they lose another one in Caleb Stewart. So it is Waylon Kronk with two backs behind him. He'll turn and hand it off, fake it. Now wants to throw, and the ball's batted down. Coming in there to bat it away is Riley Greiser. Boy, he had a man. It was a nice run play. He really sold that belly option or belly dive, uh, depending on how old you are, what you yep. want to call that.
6: Yep, and he did, like you said, he did a great job, you know, of selling that right up the gut and, and rolling out to that right side, and he was going to hit that guy on a slant in. Riley Greaser did a good job of getting his hands up and uh, knocking that pass down.
3: It's a nice play by Greaser, and Jeff Ashby not pulling the reins back. Right. I mean, yep. it's, it's the middle of the first quarter of the first game of the year, and he already knows these guys have got to Run some experience, what right. he wants to see in the next few weeks. Yep. Twins left, twins right. A lot of their formations mirror kind of what Carney Catholic has been doing. They haven't run the bunch much. Mason King, the back. And the quarterback, Waylon Cronk, takes it, hands it off to King off the right side, and he's not going to get much. In fact, he might not have got back to the line of scrimmage. We'll say he does. It'll be third down and ten. Yeah, the guys
6: up front uh, did a great job for Kearney Catholic. Leading, leading the way that time, Gavin Drumhiller just uh, get, got rid of his guy and was right in there uh, to kind of disrupt things uh, for Kearney uh, Catholic. But, uh, you know, it's not a start, like you said, we, You know, that, that Wood River Shelton wanted to have. But uh, you know, Carney Catholic, for them, you know, it's, it's a lot of things have gone their way. And, uh, you know, th- th- some stuff that, you know, up front, you're getting a lot of people into the football game.
3: You know they're working on Stewart over here on the sideline trying to get him uh, taped up and uh, and maybe back into the ball game so that's a good sign. Third down and 10 and rolling out a little screen pass is going to be low and couldn't be handled anyway by Devin Jepson. and had he caught it right on top of him ready to make the tackle was O'Brien and Christner so it'll be fourth down and 11 here for the Silverbacks. Yeah, at that time good job for uh, Carney Catholic on that part of the
6: of the defense with Seth Moore getting in there. Uh, um Wood River wasn't able to get his feet set and be able to throw that football very well out there. Like you said, right there was uh, O'Brien, and those guys were ready ready to make the tackle too.
3: So back to return the punt is going to be Logan Miner for Carney Catholic. I believe that's Huxtable that's going to be your punter. He'll stand at about his one-yard line and hope to get a good snap. They snap it quick. The boot is away. It's a high, spiraling, fairly short kick that's going to bounce at the 42, and it'll roll to the 45 and near midfield at the 49. So that will be a 38-yard punt with no return. I think you can live with that. Yep.
6: Yeah, I think so too, Doug. I think that was about the best thing that could have happened, you know, for Wood River there to get to get a punt out of there and get it, to, you know, to midfield out of out of that, or you know, if you do, you get it up a little higher and. Uh, then you got uh, Logan Miner that you got to deal with, and he's pretty quick out there. That's why they always have him back there returning punts.
3: Man, and Kronk plays on the defensive line. Yeah. I mean, they, you can just this—you you can tell that he's a freshman and he knows how to play some football. And right. He's just got to get some snaps under his belt. Three down lineman, a little three-four look here, Ann Harbour, empty backfield looks to the right, throws it underneath. Ooh, he bounced one that time. His first incompletion, trying to get it to Samson David.
6: Yep, Sampson just running a little bit of an out route there, five yard out, and uh, Heinrich had to kind of throw it a little bit faster. He got a, you know, a little bit of pressure on this outside on him and uh, just bounced it in there to uh, Sampson
3: David. Well, most of the games that's kicked off at 7 will be through the first quarter by now, but we got started just a couple minutes late, and we've had some incompletions. We still have 5.48 to go in the first quarter. 21 okay. nothing stars. A little tighter formation here with a slot back to the right. Low snap, picks it up, gives it to Conrad, right up the middle, big hole, 45-40, and tripped up over his own man at the 35, trying to make a cut. He stepped on the foot of Logan O'Brien.
11: Brian,
6: yep, yep, nice little draw action out of that, and Cale uh, Conrad took that ball right up the middle and then bounced it out here to the left side, and Logan O'Brien was out there
3: blocking, and he tried to make another little cut out here and uh, just tripped up over his feet. Jaden Sire checks into the game as a slot receiver. It is enough for a first down, a gain of 15, 14 on the play. And they'll give it to Conrad again. Off the right side, he'll find a little bit of a hole to the 30-yard line before he is upended by Tristan Fisher. And that's a gain of five more. Didn't look like much, but the hole was pretty big for him to get through. Five more for Conrad.
6: Yeah, taking that thing up the middle and bouncing it out to that outside, and Tristan did a good job of diving in there and and, and getting him by the ankles. Uh, Otherwise, there was a
3: little bit bigger hole there. Harbert takes the snap. Conrad again up the middle, breaks one tackle and is spun down just short of the first down marker. Jepson was in there. To make the tackle, it's going to be a gain of four and bring up third and one.
6: Yeah, You know, he had to make good dodge right off the bat. Jepson and, and Fisher were right there to make that, you know, have him come up short. But good job of coming up there and then filling in on uh, the middle linebackers for Wood River Shelton.
3: Silverbacks would at least like to dial up a fourth down, but it's tough here on third and one. Stars have. Not had much problem so far in the game. They'll give it to Conrad again. He runs into his center and left guard, but that's okay. They push the pile forward, and he gets to the 20-yard line. That is a gain of six and another Carney Catholic first down.
6: Yep, and just right at the line of scrimmage, there's kind of a little bit of a, a bunch there, and uh, everybody just kept pushing forward and picks up a first down for Kale Conrad.
3: 21-0 the Stars already. Two touchdown passes for Heinrich Harburg and Kale Conrad. A fumble recovery in the end zone for a defensive touchdown, and the Stars are at the 20. Off to Conrad, right side. Breaks an arm tackle in the backfield. Gets inside the 15, and he'll be brought down at the 13-yard line. Good block out there by Seth Moore. Cogs in there on the tackle, and it's going to be a gain of seven. Like
6: you said, that you know, Kronk's in there on the the tackle and stuff. He does a good job of just staying low and and doing what he can out of that. Like you said, Seth Moore and those guys up front for Carney Catholic did a real good job of getting a hat on somebody. But uh, you know, Kronk did a good job of just getting in there and uh, making the tackle.
3: Moore might have just tweaked an arm there, so Quentin Hoagland's going to come in and play right tackle. And on second down, they'll fake the handoff. Harburg under some pressure rolls to his right. Going to have to run for this one, and as he stretches the football forward, did he get enough? That's Cade uh, Huxtable uh, with a beautiful tackle. It looks like he will be right at that first down marker. Let's see what they say. It's right at the 10, and they're going to say it is a first down. So a gain of uh, three yep. for Heinrich Harburg, his third carry for 19 yards. And then
6: Wood River did a good job that time of getting in there and uh, disrupting disrupting things, but uh, Heinrich did a good job of just reaching
3: that ball out there to
6: pick up that first down.
3: So four wides, short sides the right side here, first and goal just inside the 10 for the Stars. Harburg turns and hands it to Conrad off the right side, has a seal block inside the 5, turns, spins, gets to the 2, and it'll be thrown forward just inside the 2, it'll be second down and goal. Yep,
6: just taking that deep, deep hand off out of that and then going to that right side. Kale Conrad does a good job of reading his blockers because he wanted to go to the outside. He kind of cut it back up into the middle out of that and picks up a good chunk of yards there. It's going to be second second goal here.
3: At the one-yard line, still out of the pistol. Conrad to the left of Harburg. They hand it to Kale. He's hitting the backfield, lost the ball. He lost the ball, but he stuck his arm out there and grabbed it to hit me. Made- Tristan Fisher and he didn't lose the ball because he was trying to stretch it across the goal line. He got spun around.
6: Yep. And like you said, Tristan Fisher did a good job. This is we've mentioned his name quite a bit on this drive, coming in there and disrupting things right off the bat and getting in there. So this is going to bring up third down
3: at the one yard line. And Carney Catholic trying to get their personnel set. Of course, still a lot of time on the play clock as they're checking the sideline. Third and goal at the one. Trips to the right, one on one coverage to the left with Logan O'Brien. And Harburg takes the snap, again gives it to Conrad, a little stretch play right side. This time he's into the end zone for an offensive touchdown to go along with his defensive touchdown, the fourth score of the first quarter here for the Stars.
6: Yeah, just taking that deep handoff, Kale Conrad kind of reads uh, what well, like, people like Ethan Geiger kind of did a little push-out block on that one, and he cut it right off of him and going right up the middle out of that and scores the touchdown for Carney Catholic.
3: So Hoagland, who has been good on his first three attempts, Comes in now after a one yard touchdown run brought to you by Five Points Bank for Kale Conrad Hoagland with the extra point. Again, it's all good. Snap placement and kick. And with 2.22 to go in the first quarter, it's third ranked Carney Catholic 28 and Wood River Shelton nothing here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com.
15: For you.
3: And we are back here on Power Ninety Nine, KKPRFM, Carney Ravenna Gibbon in the World Wide Web at platte River Preps Carney Catholic to boot it away up twenty-eight nothing, and Hoagland drives it to the goal line, and just stepping on it was Huxtable. His back foot, he knew where he was. He yeah. wanted to return the kick, <laughs> but Again, uh, Wood River Shelton has not started outside their own 20 yet the ball game. They're looking for their first first down. It's If it's 28 nothing in the first quarter, all the stats kind of would show yeah. you why it would be 28 to nothing.
6: Right. Yeah, and then, the, you know, they tried a couple run plays and stuff, and, and uh, you know, Carney Catholic's gotten back there in the backfield to kind of disrupt everything and stuff. You know, they just need to get a few positive yards out of this and, uh, you, know, you know, just kind of keep your head up out of things.
3: Yeah, negative yards so far in the first quarter and two turnovers for the solarbacks We still have 222 to go as the freshman Waylon Cronk, a quarterback, takes the snap. Three-step drop, looks left. Now down the right side on a fly pattern. It's over his head and out of bounds, Aiden Graves. Both defenders thought that it was just going to be a hook, and he yep. did a little hook and go. And the pass falls incomplete. Yep. And
6: one of those, you know, if you had a little bit more time, maybe, you know, he's throwing that, but he's got probably some little bit of happy feet because he hasn't had a lot of time to throw the football. And so that's one of those he did, you know, great, got got behind the guys, but he just could not uh, connect with them.
3: Now (laughs) Kronk gets cut on the elbow, so he has to come out. And whoever's taking the snap right now would be the fourth string quarterback. quarterback. Right. And we're not out of the first quarter. And it's probably, it could be Jepsen, maybe they'll bring Carson Thompson in. He's checking into the game, and he's looking at his wristband, so it looks like Carson Thompson will have to take the snap. And this might just be Wildcat stuff now. Right. Let's see what Carson does on second down and ten. All right, Catholic fakes the blitz. He bobbles the snap, but runs straight ahead. There's big room off the right side. 20-25, jumps up to the 27-28 yard line. So a gain of eight, obviously the biggest offensive play. Eight yards here for Wood River Shelton. Nice job there by Carson Thompson. Thompson did a good job
6: because there's a little bit of a high snap out of that. And then, you know, one guy was in there. Seth Moore was right in there right off the bat. And he made him miss and then uh, picks up, uh, you know, eight yards on the play. So good positive uh, yardage for Wood River here.
3: It's second down and 2, 28-0. Kearney Catholic, a minute 40 to go here in quarter number one. Well, the trip's out to the left, and now Crocs right back in at the quarterback. He's got an empty backfield, five wideouts, and Wood River Shelton wasn't going to get the playoff, so they call a timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994 taking care of you, and they're located where you need it. Specializing in you, 28 nothing stars with a minute 30 to go first quarter here on Power 99. Let's check out the scoreboard right here on Power 99. It is Carney High leading Lincoln Southeast ten to nothing into the second quarter. Aurora leads North Platte six to nothing. All of these are in the second. Northwest and Bennington tied at seven. Hastings and McCook tied at seven. York leading Crete seven to nothing. Ogallala and Broken both scoreless in the second quarter. Give you some more scores here in just a moment. Right now it is third down and one for Wood River Shelton. Kronk bobbling it in the backfield. The Stars didn't fall for the fake, and he is going to be sacked behind the line of scrimmage by Tate Florell. Kronk goes down at the 26-yard line. That'll be a loss of three and bring up fourth down.
6: Yeah, just nothing developed right there. Like you said, uh, Florell and the guys blitzing from their middle linebackers position would uh, fake the handoff, and uh, Kronk had, had nowhere to go, and uh, Tate Florell tackled him for him. now it be fourth down here for Wood River Shelton.
3: Adams Central's up 21-0 over Holdridge. Pierce has just scored, but St. Paul leading Pierce 13-7 in the second quarter in a top-five battle. Amherst leading Alma 21-6, and on fourth down, they're going to go for it. Kronk fakes the pass, now rolls to his right, and wide open. He's got his man for a first down at the 35-yard line. That's going to be Caleb Polk who gets across the 40 to the 41. What the heck, right? All right. 15 well. yards, move the sticks. That's the first first down of the ball game for the Silverbacks.
6: Yeah, one to go out to the outside there. Logan Miner had the guy kind of wrapped up over there on that outside. He could roll back out here to this side. And then Clay Gill's going, okay, do I stay with my guy? Do I go up to get the quarterbacks? So we took off after the quarterback, and Kronk found him for an open, open receiver for a first
3: down. So first down and 10 at their own 41-yard line. 33 seconds remaining in the first quarter. 28 nothing stars, but the first first down for the Silverbacks. And Kronk will give it to Jepsen off left side, has some room, good block, trying to turn the corner, and now a penalty flag. Penalty flag comes out from the referee as he tried to turn the corner. Didn't get much, a couple of yards, but this one's going to come back. That'll be our first flag of the ballgame. You, get,
6: you know, had a little bit of a hole on that outside there going to that left side, but uh, looks like it's going to be a hold on the Silverbacks here. Kind of going through what they,
3: yeah. So holding, he lays the flag on the 40, 10 yards from that, so it's going to be first down at about 21 for the Silverbacks. So they get their first first down and then follow that up with the first penalty of the ball game.
6: Yeah. And just you know, they had to had something going a little bit there. You know, got it picked up a first down, got out to the outside, got another positive gain out of it. Now with the holding right here, it's going to take them back uh, another 10, 11 yards on that.
3: 17, 15 clock running. They won't have to snap it again if they don't want to, but this, with the wind at their back, may want to take a shot here. Seven seconds to go. Just getting set. Kronk with the cadence calls the snap gets it and he wants to run the football he'll pitch it out here to the left wing and that's thompson he gets to the 20 or 35 leaps to the 36 gets some positive yards there out to about the 37 yard line again a seven for thompson
7: yep
6: just a little bit of option out action out of that Kicks that ball out to that outside like you said, got a little bit of positive yards out of the situation. It just wouldn't have been for that holding call and stuff. They're still going to be setting near second in about 13.
3: That'll be the end of the first quarter, a long one, and Carney Catholic takes advantage of a couple of turnovers, and they lead it here at Wood River Shelton on opening night by a score of 28 to nothing on Power 99 and platriverpreps.com
9: Ravana and Wood River.
3: Well, unofficially there in the first quarter, Kearney Catholic, 138 yards, 66 on the ground, 72 through the air. Harburg completed his first six passes before throwing one low. 24 yards of positive offense uh, on two runs for Carson Thompson. He had 15 yards and then Kronk on that fourth down pass for 15 yards. They end up with 24 in the uh, opening quarter of play. Carney Catholic leads it 28 to nothing. And it'll be second down, and we'll call it 14 here for Wood River Shelton at their own 37-yard line as the second quarter is underway. Trying to get Mason King lined up in the right spot. Trips to the right side with quarterback Waylon Kronk. Calling out the cadence, waiting for the snap. And movement, and they might have got the Stars to jump. Yep. And that's going to be the call. First penalty on the Kearney Catholic Stars, a five-yard offside and that'll make it more manageable. Second down and right. nine now coming up for the Silverbacks.
6: Yeah, had a couple guys on uh, Carney Catholic that jumped on that one. Just, you know, some some younger guys are in there, the, the starters, and you know, they've kind of rotated some of them out and stuff, and they, they're anxious to get in there. Those other guys are, and they're just a little too anxious. That
3: is the tough part. We'll talk about it after the play here. Second and nine, Kronk stands, throws it out in the flat, and there is nowhere to go. Jepson catches it, and all over him is Corin Conrad to drop him for a loss on the pass play back at the 36-yard line, maybe the 37, they'll say. That's going to be a loss of four on the pass play.
6: Yep, and Corn did a good job just reading that and getting out there on that one. Uh, he jumped on the last one, and now he makes up for it right here on this one, getting out there and uh,
3: and getting a loss on the play. Such a tough position, and you, you, you right. like to be in the position. But for Carney Catholic, in any game, and you know this as a right. basketball oh, yeah. coach, if you go out and – are ahead 25, 30 points in the yep. third quarter. Well, your starters need to play, play. early in the season. Right. It's tough to rotate them out early on. And without the two turnovers, who knows where we would be in the game right now, but it's 28 nothing. Third down and 14. Kronk stands in the pocket, Ooh. gets drilled as he throws, and he comes up incomplete, and he was hit right in the belly by Cade Olman. Olman had jumped earlier, and so the yeah. two guys that he jumped end up making plays on uh, second and third down here. Right. And Kronk's going to have to catch his wind as the ball falls incomplete.
6: Yep, As he, he kind of faked to come out here to this left as he turns around to go to that right side out of there. Um, that, that's where Kate Olman was right there on a blitz and getting uh, getting right in there to Kronk.
3: All right, here comes Huxtable to punt the bat. Uh, here, Cade had a 38-yarder with the wind, now going into the wind, which is about 12 mile an hour. A little bit of pressure, and it ends up going fairly straight up in the air. Going to bounce at midfield, take a Carney Catholic bounce back to the 48 yard line. It ends up being an 11 yard punt. And Carney Catholic, once again, will have outstanding field position. In fact, Don Leese, Carney Catholic. The opening possession started at their own 47. That's their worst starting field position. Yeah,
6: yeah, exactly right. You know, it's one of those, if you're a Wood River Shelton, you, you want to just the opposites, you know, at least pin them deep and make, make them go the distance and stuff. But right now, Carney Catholic's winning that field position battle. Like you said, the 47 has been the farthest they've had to go, and they get the ball right here again.
3: All right, first down and 10 for the Stars at the Silverback 48 yard line, already leading it 28 to nothing. And Kearney Catholic was short some personnel, and they're going to have to burn a timeout here. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. We'll come back and take a look at the scoreboard after this.
2: Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes.
3: As we come back to action, Carney Catholic just runs that little wide receiver screen out to the left side. It's caught by Samson David. He'll move inside the 45, be upended there at the 42-yard line, a short gain of six.
6: Yep, just nice little swing pass out there. They like to do that, get those receivers, see if they can make a guy miss. And Samson did right at the line of scrimmage,
3: made one person miss and picks up positive yards. Let's see if they give Harburg a shot to take it down the field. He hasn't thrown anything more than about 10 yards down the field. He's got an empty backfield. Now he has all day, and there it is going deep down here. And going for Samson David, hauls it in at the 8, right on the fingertips, and he's into the end zone touchdown. And there's what the state media came out to see, a 42-yard pass that was right on the
6: hands. Yep. Perfect. Yep, he had you know two or three receivers out here to the side, and the other two guys, you know, the one in on the inside ran a hook route, and and uh, Logan O'Brien ran an out route, and then Samson David ran straight down the middle, out of in between both of those, and he he and Harbor did a great job of putting it right on the hands of Samson David and takes it in for the end zone for the touchdown.
3: So. The 10th first down, the extra point. Harburg does hold for the extra points, and that snap was a little off, but he gets it down, and Hoagland is able to drill it through. Another five-points bank touchdown here on Power 99. It is now with 10.06 to go in the second quarter, 35-0. Kearney Catholic leading Wood River Shelton.
13: For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing.
3: we're back in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth here in Wood River bringing you the opening night play-by-play of the Silverbacks and Carney Catholic. Carney Toy is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. Hoagland ready to kick it away. He did well with the wind in his face. This time he'll kick it into the end zone with the wind at his back. And a touchback here. For the Silverbacks, they'll start at their own 20-yard line. I want to remind you, coming up at half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, we'll get a chance to look at the scores. Sean Callahan, who is here, is going to join us to talk about uh, the recruiting this week, some of the news that has gone on with uh, possibly starting Big Ten football, maybe even as early as Thanksgiving, and then his impressions of what he saw here so far in the first half from Heinrich Harbor.
6: And that's that's, you know, we've kind of mentioned Heinrich and everything, you know, one of the weapons that Carney Catholics had the last couple of years has been Spencer Hoagland being able to, you know, put those balls into the end zone and stuff. And uh, he's just one of those things that, you know, Carney Catholics had, you know, we had Grant Bushcutter, we had Jeff Carnahan, we had a lot of good kickers here at Carney Catholic and, uh,
3: and Spencer's just another one. And Carney High's had so many, it's yeah. a, a kicker community and of course, uh, Maher and, uh, and Larson and all those guys, and now another timeout is going to be called here. It'll be the second for Wood River Shelton. We're going to go ahead and keep it here so that we can uh, take a look at our scoreboard and uh, catch you up to date. Let's work from the smaller schools uh, up this time. Uh, in uh, D2, Kennesaw leading Axtell on the breeze, 94.5, 26 to nothing. These are all second quarter scores. Blue Hill and Loomis, 6-6. Giltner leading Heartland, 14 to 12. In six man, Silver Lake over Juanita Palisades, six to nothing. Southwest leading Wilcox Hildreth, 21 to nothing. In D1, it is Amherst 31, Alma 6, Elm Creek 8, Arcadia Loop City 6, Bertrand 30, over to nothing. Southern Valley leads Ravenna, eight to nothing in the second quarter. In C2, we do have a halftime score, Centura 7, Hershey 6. In the second quarter, Ord 43, Gordon Rushville, nothing. They're ranked second, at the Chanticleers are Sutton leading Grand Island Central Catholic 8 to nothing. North Platte, St. Pat's leading Donovan Trumbull 21 to nothing. Donovan Trumbull lost their starting quarterback and wide receiver, or a running back, excuse me, to the COVID earlier this week. They're not sick, but they had to quarantine. And Wilbur Claytonia leads Hastings St. Cecilia by a score of 22-7. to And as we come back to play here, Don, it looks like before we can even get moving, we got a flag. Yep. Came from the defensive backfield.
6: Yeah.
3: see what our... I didn't know what band. I was listening to what you were saying. uh, An umpire has. Illegal substitution. Thank God we haven't had many flags because it takes them forever to call it. On sportsmanlike conduct. That would be a high yard. I wonder if one of the stars maybe batted at the ball. So, yeah. You know, your nose guard may be
2: bad at the ball. Right. Yep. Yep.
3: So now on a first down and five, a trouble in the backfield, and they are able to get to Waylon Cronk. Again, they're trying to run a little counter, a little fake belly dive. It worked the first time they did it, and it has not worked since, and they'll lose four yards. It'll be second out of nine.
6: Yeah, he's trying to fake that dive play and just take it out of the belly and, and, and boot around, but uh, Carney Catholic is right there to, to stop that, and he you know, loses four yards on the play.
3: So not much has gone right so far now, for the Silverbacks. Pierce, 14. St. Paul, 13 in the second quarter. Adams Central leads Holdridge, 28 to nothing. Battle Creek over Central City, 20 to 16. Broken Bogan Ogallala still scoreless. North Platte now leads Aurora, 7 to 6. Southeast has scored, so Kearney leads Southeast, 10 to 7. And we're going to get another timeout here. It appears the final one will be called. For Wood River Shelton and this one brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. It's thirty five nothing Kearney Catholic, nine nineteen to go second quarter on power ninety nine. Thanks
14: for listening to this sports broadcast. Proudly brought to you in part by the staff and management of Ganguish Seed Farms in Shelton. Ganguish Seed Farms knows how hard all these students and coaches work for their team's success. That's why Ganguish Seed is very proud to support all of our athletes. Good luck today, and remember, winning means trying. Good luck to all the student-athletes from everyone at Ganguish Seed Farms in Shelton. Find us online at ganguishseedfarms.com or call 308-647-5301
3: As we come back to action, second and nine for Wood River Shell at their own twenty one. Kronk has a lot of time to throw. He's gonna be able to throw it downfield and it's gonna be batted away by Carney Catholics Jaden Sire in the double coverage. But they threw a flag Don. Yeah. And
6: yeah, it didn't it really didn't look like uh, I mean it was kind of a jump ball situation out of that and
3: both teams just kind of went up for it and Yeah, that was not pass interference. (laughs) No. And it's 35-0, and you want a break to happen here for Wood River Shelton to give him some confidence. But now he's actually talking to the Kearney Catholic captain. They have moved the ball up to the 43-yard line, so that's unusual. They've marked it as if it was – but you wouldn't move it there anyway. Pass interference is only 15 yards in high school. It's not Mm -hmm. a spot foul. So what? No matter what. Uh, We are waiting for a call, and it looks like now they're saying it's on Wood River Shelton. Maybe the wide receiver tried to grab the collar and break it up so it wasn't picked off. Didn't look like he did, but...
6: Uh, Yeah, looked like both of them just kind of went up in the air.
3: So it's offensive pass interference on Wood River Shelton, and so loss down. So... Should be third and third nine, down. although the referee indicated That's second, down. I believe. Usually offensive pass That's interference is loss of down. Yeah. That's a killer, too, because it's going to take him half the distance to the goal all the way back to the 10. So,
6: yeah. As he rolled out here, just kind of threw that up. You know, I didn't see any but it must have, like you said, must have tried to pull it down.
3: Second and 20 is what it says, and Crock will come out here, finds this little oh. slant, oh, it's dropped at the 15-yard line, and there was a lot of running room ahead, and that is exactly what the slot receiver that time in uh, Logan Turek saw ahead of him. Yep. Third down. And it's now third down.
6: Yeah, because he ran a little out, you know, swing out, and then he cut it upfield, and they and uh, Gronk hit him right there, uh, you know, and then he just kind of took his eye off of it. Made one, kind of made one step, bobbling it, and just could not come up with it. But there was a lot of open field for him to run.
3: I just saw Ben Egger doing physical labor. What? Yeah, no. Yeah, I think he's running stuff to, uh, to the other side of the field for the visiting fans. Good on him. Third and twenty, blitz from the right side, ball knocked away, but it flipped right back to Kronk. He's going to get sacked, but it would have been a turnover inside the five. Good hustle in there by the Stars, but Kronk at least able to hold on to it, even though he lost six.
6: Yeah. Coming in there and. Uh, disrupting that was Logan O'Brien from his defensive end on that side. But like you said, Dion Kronk did a good job of getting on that football. Otherwise Cardi Catholic could have had that inside the five yard line.
3: So once again, a punting situation here for Cade Huxtable. He's had to boot from around his end zone all three times. This time he'll be almost to the back line of the end zone. Miner, along with Jaden Sire, are back on punt return at the 40 yard line of the Silverbacks. Two up men to block. A little movement along the defensive line. Huxtable gets the snap, boots it away. That's a little bit better. And Carney Catholic just going to let it bounce. And there will be a few yards, six yards out to the 40-yard line. It'll be a punt that time of 34 yards, and no return. But once again, Carney Catholic starts in Silverback territory, up 35 to nothing, with 8:06 to go in the second quarter of play. Heinrich Harburg has thrown three touchdown passes. The last was a deep ball 42 yarders right on the hands to Samson David the other two were little swing uh, screen passes there is a penalty flag on the field during that punt so we were clean for so long yep <laughs> now we've started to see some laundry out there
6: I don't think we saw anything in the first quarter and
3: <laughs> and, now... and again it's a dissertation every time that there's a flag on the field out yeah. there and uh, we'll see what the uh, call is. Looks like it's going to be yeah. uh, maybe a holding on the return here against Carney Catholic. So a 10-yard penalty that will back him up to midfield.
7: Yep.
6: This will be their, the second farthest
3: they've had. Yep. <laughs> so starting position. We played the entire football game on one half of the field. Carney Catholic. Cale Conrad has two touchdowns, a one-yard rush, and then he recovered a fumble in the end zone on a high snap against Wood River Shelton. Arberg's going to stay in there right now. Of course, if it stays like this, we'll have the running clock in the second half and a little miscommunication on the snap count. Everybody moved, and that'll be a five-yard false start on the Stars. Their fourth penalty here in the first four minutes of the quarter.
6: Yeah, I see a couple of different uh linemen in there now for carney catholic one a couple of different receivers in there riley agrees with the running back for carney catholic and stuff trying to get there and all of a sudden i don't know if the, it was two or three people kind of jumped and i don't know if, if the center didn't quite snap it on time or what but
3: well, maybe they aren't used to taking snaps in practice with right. the number one quarterback, <laughs> and here they will hand it off to the running back uh, Riley Greaser, and he'll get back just short of the line of scrimmage, maybe lost a yard.
6: Yeah, Riley took that ball to left side, but uh, you know, getting up in there, you know, you know, the linebackers for Wood River blitzing on that situation there, and uh, you know, getting them right back at the line of scrimmage there.
3: Loss of two on the play, second down and seventeen. And Harburg takes the snap, has pressure, got to get out of there, and he might be sacked for the first time. He is. Caleb Paul just kept on coming and coming. Harburg was trying to get his feet set and throw it all the way down the field, but couldn't get him set, and that's the first sack of the ball game and right. only the second negative yardage play for Carney Catholic. He was looking down the field there, I think, for Mason Mandernack.
6: Yep, he had all three of them there that just looked like a go route on all of them and stuff, and he just didn't have time to uh, set up and throw it uh, down there. And Mason was open, but he just did not have time to throw it.
3: Loss of 12, it's going to be third and 29, not that Harvard can't pick this up. Middle screen, and that's going to be caught there by Greaser, 35, 40, gets a block on the outside, 45, gets to midfield, the original line of scrimmage, they're going to get 19 on the play, but... It'll bring out fourth and ten, and probably the first punt of the ball game for Carney Catholic.
6: Yep, and, uh, bringing in the other guys and stuff, like you said, it will probably be a punt situation, and that's what they they need to work on that too. You know, you got to work on your special teams and stuff too. But uh, uh, you know, nice little screenplay too, Riley there, and you know, open field out of that. You know, Wood River was kind of dropping back too on that. And uh, Carney Catholic is going to punt right here. Hoagland's the
3: punter. Harburg is on the punt team. team yep, on the outside here. Huxtable <laughs> back to return the punt. Not much of a rush. Hoagland puts his foot into it. Good high kick. That'll be fielded at the 17-yard line. No fair catch up to the 19. It's going to be a punt of 33 yards and a return of about one. And that's where the Silverbacks will start here, trailing 35 nothing with six oh eight to go in the second quarter of play.
6: Yep, Just a nice punt there, you know, high punt for uh, Spencer on that one. They're, you know, let the Carney Catholic people get down there like Harburg and them on the outside. That's probably why they have him out there, I guess, to, you know, chase things down and stuff. But, uh, you know, Wood River will start here on the football field with about the 18-yard line.
3: Halftime on ESPN 1460. Carney High continues to lead Lincoln Southeast 10-7. At Foster Field, 35 nothing stars, 6.08 to go midway through the second quarter. And the Silverbacks were late running somebody oh, on the field. That's... And there's the penalty yeah. flag. <laughs> you know, if he'd have stopped right. instead of trying to run all the, all way, the way to the across. other side of the field, I'm not sure that our side judge would have even he seen said, him.
6: Yep, right. If <laughs> He would have just stepped on there and... and uh... Because they can go all the way down to the ten right now, you know, with this uh, COVID stuff. So he could have just stepped right on there and uh, been okay. But like you said, he running clear across the field. They,
3: they caught him getting on there. Uh, Hastings uh, eight, leading at the half eight, over McCook, eight, 21-14. Eight, Seward over Lexington, 13-7. York over Creek, 28-0. First and 15. We'll give you some other scores. Gibbon leading Sandy Creek, 20 to nothing in the second quarter. That's a little bit of a surprise because Sandy Creek played last week and won. Over at Skyler, of course, they came from behind to do it. Now on first and 15, Kronk's going to keep it himself. Goes straight off the right tackle and get up to the 15-yard line. A gain of a couple on the play.
16: Yeah,
6: looked like he kind of wanted to do a little bit of option action out of that. Uh, looked like Logan O'Brien was up there to kind of turn that in, and then he just takes it off up to the middle out of that Kronk did. But you know, good read by him not to pitch that and uh, you know try to pick up whatever he could.
3: Again. Three players from Shelton, already out of the ball game with the COVID precautions. And then early in the game, Caleb Stewart was injured making a tackle, and he has not returned, although he is still padded up and standing on the sideline. The freshman, Waylon Cronk, has been running the quarterbacks, sang it out in 13, option to the right side, fakes the pitch, keeps it himself, tries to cut it back against the grain and gets back to the line of scrimmage, and that's about it. Trying to make a big play there. Uh, As he cut it back against the grain, if he can get through and break a couple of tackles, then there's going to be a lot of room, but just haven't been able to get through. No,
6: you know, taking that to the right side, like you said, Doug, and he tries to cut back across here. Uh, Carney Catholic does a good job of pursuing there in the middle, and those linebackers getting out there and, and, you know, making the tackle out of that. But, uh, like you said, this kid, Kronk, he's a— he plays defensive line. He gets after things. He's he's a football player. He just has to have a little bit of time to be able to do some things.
3: Really nice crowd on hand here at Wood River. Glad to have you along with us on KKPR-FM, Carney Hastings, Grand Island. Third down and 12 coming up here for the Silverbacks. Want to run a little swing pass out here, but with pressure, the ball is bounced in front of the intended receiver, Carson Thompson. And only... A couple of completed passes so far, and one first down of the ball game for the Silverbacks. And again, fourth down, and that'll put Huxtable near his end zone to punt it away.
6: Yeah, and it's one of those, you know, he just doesn't have the the time. At, you know, he had a couple receivers sometimes to be open, but he just doesn't have the time to step in and throw that one. He wanted to get rid of that one as quick as he could, too. He just doesn't have the time to throw
3: football. Yeah, he, he, just trying to keep a simple play there. Right, yep. Here's the snap, a little low and the punt goes straight oh. up in the air. He kicked the point of the football, and it's going to bounce in the middle of some Kearney Catholic linemen. At least it rolls forward a couple of yards, but, oh, boy, to the 21, that's going to be a punt of six yards. Yep. It just went straight up in the air, and Carney Catholic doesn't need the help, but they've been playing on the short field oh, all well. evening long.
6: Right. And that's the one thing, you know, kind of snowballed. Would... Wood River Shelton right off the bat is the short field, and now they're going to get the football here right at the 21-yard line Is Carney Catholic.
3: Now, most of the offensive starters are in there because this might be it for them right. uh, the rest of the way. They've scored 28 in the first quarter, 7 here in the second. They've got it first and 10 at the Silverback 21-yard line, leading at 35-0. Harburg out of the pistol with Conrad to his left. Drops back to pass, looking, looking, throws to the post, wide open in the end zone, nobody covering, and touchdown Logan O'Brien, his second of the ball game. They crossed up the safety, and they doubled up one receiver, and nobody went with O'Brien, and you're not going to miss him. 21 yards for the Kearney Catholic touchdown, brought to you by Five Points Bank of Kearney.
6: Yep, and he kind of looked off to the left because he wanted to go kind of a little bit to the left side. He kind of came back to Logan O'Brien. Like you said, uh, they doubled up on Samson David, and uh, Logan O'Brien
3: was wide open in the end zone. And he just looks so good, so patient back yep. there in the pocket as Hoagland puts the kick up and in. So the game's not in doubt. Now it's just to see who can do what when we get to the second half. Four twelve to go in the first half of play. Carney Catholic 42, and Wood River Shelton nothing here on Power 99. Again, Sean Callahan is going to be joining us at halftime. Carney Catholic gets their next two games at home against Gothenburg and St. Paul. And for Wood River Shelton, they go to Kozad. Then they're back to Holdridge and Donovan Trumbull at home. And, of course, alternating between Shelton and here in Wood River. Kick is away. Mason King picks it up at the 7-yard line, works his way up to the 10, to the 15, and that's where he'll be brought down. He bobbled the kickoff so he didn't get the momentum that he wanted, and thus... Brought down short of the twenty. First down and ten here for the Silverbacks, trying to get a little something going before they head off to the halftime locker room.
6: Yeah, and that's exactly what they need to do. Doug is just uh, you know try to get something sustained here, pick up a couple first downs, get some positive yardage out of some situations here, and uh, you know take some take some positive stuff going into halftime
2: here.
3: Well, Jeff Ashby's a winning coach. Yep. He's just he's been on the winning side of a game like this, so he knows what right. it's like and he knows how it's going to have to be when you lose a lot of your starters and didn't yeah. have a whole lot of time to, to to do what you wanted to do today. So in the ballgame, Logan Turek in motion from left to right. They've got trips to that side. And Kronk waiting to take the snap as everybody gets set one-on-one to the left. They're just going to turn and hand it off to Jepson. He'll crash his way to about the 16-yard line, maybe got a yard, and then gang-tackled backwards by the Stars, linebacking core. Yep, and, that,
6: and that's yeah, that's smart. You know, yeah. trying to get something going out of this. You know, just take it, just get, get the hand off and go to go to the right side, run as hard as you can. Try to pick up something if they can, out of that. Uh, you know, try to get some leverage up front. Um, Carney Catholic did a good job though, holding everything up up front, and uh, you know, basically not not much of a gain out of that
3: situation. And the stars with those two touchdowns and uh, did it on two passes. They only right. had two first downs in the quarter. Quarter. It is second down and 10. They're going to bring some pressure. Option short side. The pitch is behind. The running back It's loose, and Cale Conrad has pounced on it. His second fumble recovery of the night in the third turnover for Wood River
6: Shelton. Yeah, I think Gronk got a Gronk got good. He was running that option and going out to that side, and uh, he was looking to pitch that ball, and he did pitch it, but he got, he got hit pretty hard. I think they're going to make him go off. Yep, they're going to make him come off the field. Didn't want to, but uh, they're going to make him come off the field and uh, have their coaches take a look at him real quick.
3: So the second fumble for recovery for Kale Conrad. It's at the Wood River 13-yard line. First down and 10 here with 314 remaining in the first half of play, 42-0. Carney Catholic. Wood River Shelton doesn't have a timeout that they can use either. And yeah. the referee coming over to talk to Coach Ashby. I don't know if the helmet popped off or they thought he took a shot on <laughs> Coach Ashby. Oh, no. Don't. Yeah. No, no, no. It's 42 to nothing. You don't throw on sportsman like sideline warning, whatever the official's doing. Yeah. Everybody just puts your eyes on you there. Right, Yeah. He came over to talk to Ashby. Ashby didn't like whatever it was he told him. He turned around and walked away, and uh, the official gives a sideline warning to the Wood River Shelton bench. So yeah. now they're set up and ready to go here for the Stars. Heinrich Harburg has had a very good opening night here with four touchdown passes already. And at the 13, he'll take the snap. Run option this time to the right side. Gets a block from his running back, but is strung out. Here's a penalty flag. He just gets to the corner and nowhere to go. He didn't want to run out of bounds. He's brought down at the 12, which is only a gain of one, but looks like maybe we got a clip or a hold. And Luer. Yeah, we're over there to make the play, and that is going to be the call, a hold here on Kearney Catholic. So one thing that they haven't been doing well here in the second quarter is keeping it clean out there. Yep. And right now you've got, again, as you said, Don, a mixture of starters and second and third teamers right. at 42-0. So that'll back them up and it'll make it first down and 20 from the 23-yard line.
6: Yeah, that last time he just tried to get out to the outside and, and see what he could do. But Wood River did a really good job out here on this outside, holding up these receivers and stuff, trying to block and uh, and, and tackled him
3: for no, no gain. All right, first down and 20. Twins to the left and right. Low snap, Harburg has it. It's a crossing pattern, and it's right on the numbers and a great catch by Garrett Schmonerer, and he'll be brought down inside the 10. They'll mark him between the seven and the eight. Beautiful throw, and Schmatterer with his first reception. Yep, yeah,
6: deep deep in route out of that. And uh, Heinrich didn't have a ton of time out of that situation. He, and he did a good job of standing in there and then hitting uh, Garrett Schmatterer coming across the middle out of that. And good catch by Garrett Schmatterer because the, the defender was right there to kind of
3: try to take his arms away, too. Going to be a gain of 16. It'll be second down and five at the seven. Fake the handoff, and a quarterback draw for Harburg. Starts right, cuts left. Ball got popped, but he's able to hold on to it. He's going to be short of the goal line, but he's got the first down inside the one. A gain of six.
6: Yep, just fake that handoff going to the outside, and Riley did a good job of, uh, you know, like he had the football because a couple people kind of jumped towards him just that instant, and then uh, Heinrich takes it up the middle, and it'll be first and goal here right at the one-yard line.
3: And the clock running, this is one of those where if it was a little different situation, you try to use some time, but Carney right. Catholic's going to take it, hand it off on the right side. No, breaking it back is going to be Harburg. He breaks a tackle. He has to break another one. Luckily, he only had one yard to go, and he's able to get into the end zone. Sold that fake to Greaser really well. Yep. Almost got tackled behind the line of scrimmage, but that length he's got at 6'6". The defender just kind of slid right down him, and Harburg rushes it in for a touchdown.
6: Yep, just... Uh, like you said, you know, good good fake handoff because, you know, they were coming was Wood River right up the middle out of that situation. And and, and Heinrich did a good job of scrambling there and getting into the end zone out of there. It kind of shows his mobility back there too.
3: So Hoagland once again to attempt the kick. Snap to Harburg. He puts it down. Hoagland boots it away, and it is up, and it is good. Another 5 points bank touchdown this time. The one-yard touchdown run for Heinrich Harburg. Here in Wood River, Scott Frost alma mater, Heinrich Harburg, Putting on a show. One fifty six to go, first half. Carney Catholic forty nine. Wood River Shelton nothing on power ninety nine. Well, it is a beautiful night, and it probably would have been a beautiful night no matter what it was like, Don, Lees, just because we get to play some football here this evening. Yeah,
6: definitely. Anytime you can get out here now and uh, take advantage of the situation, you, you just got to do
3: that. So Hoagland now ready to kick it away again. This time it looks like they'll have an opportunity to return the football, taken there at the 1 by Huxtable up to the 10 to the 15. Gets grabbed around the shoulder pad and gang tackled backwards. And that's where things will be put down. In there on the hit is Kate Ullman along with uh, Logan O'Brien, I think, yep. was he in there on yep. kick coverage. Yes, Logan
6: O'Brien was in there too. And, you know, Carney Catholic, that's one thing they usually do a pretty good job of is staying in their lanes and stuff and and uh, kind of krelling everything and kind of funneling everything
3: towards the middle out of that. One of the things about the rule the way it is, Don, is that Wood River Shelton's going to try to go in and get a little pep talk and make some second half adjustments, but they're not going to get to do much. We'll have a running clock. Yep. And so they won't get very many series there right. in the second half.
6: Yep. And if it's a, you know, one of those long drive series type thing, you know, it's going to eat up most of that quarter and stuff. So trying to get people in is going to be tough.
3: One forty-eight to go in the half and they're out of timeouts. They'll throw oh, it out nice here catch. in the flat, and a nice catch made there by Huxtable out to the twenty-three-yard line. That's going to be a gain. Of only about four, but hey, yeah. that's a positive play, and you can hear the fans who have been trying here on the home side right. to have something to cheer about, seeing their team getting rolled over and have committed three turnovers. We'll get a completed pass here, it yep. out of five. Just nice out route there by Huxtable.
6: nice catch laid out there to catch the football. It's a positive yardage for here for the Silverbacks.
3: Devin Jepson the running back, Kronk back to throw, tries the right side and almost picked off. Logan Miner jumped the route. It was intended for Caleb Polk. It was just a little tall for Miner. One of those, when you throw it out on the sideline, there isn't anybody left. You yep. pick it, you go the distance, and right. it'll be third down and five.
6: Yeah, like you said, he read that perfectly. Um, he, jumped, he jumped it, uh, just like you said, just a little bit tall for him. But uh, that was a, exactly what you want to see a guy like Logan Miner do, is you know he sees something, he's going to jump that route on that, and he was right there to pick that off.
3: Conversely, you look at Wood River Shelton, you hate to take one in the chops, but on the first night because you want your team right. to have some confidence. Usually you have that long summer of workouts. We just didn't have as much right. this year. So third down and five now at their own 24. Time for Kronk, throws it into coverage, knocked away by Miner. Again, he was trying to get it to Polk, and Miner elevated and slapped it away.
6: Yeah, as he ran a deep route that time, and Miner was right there. He kind of jumped up in the air, not knocked the pass away. Two good defensive plays by Logan Miner out there. You know, he'd been a, he'd been a starter the last couple years and stuff, or you know, last year for sure, and then played quite, played some his uh, sophomore year too. And, uh, you know, he's one of those guys that uh, can make things happen out there for Carney
3: Catholic. The quarterback, Waylon Cronk, stays in the game. Remember, their only first down came on a fourth down play. So the Stars have to adjust, get out of punt formation here, hoping that if they don't get it, Carney Catholics going to go ahead and call timeout because they were a little confused by the non-punt. Obviously, you would be with the ball at the silverback 23. And, again, that's kind of one of those, Don, it's a sportsmanship thing where I think if you're Coach Ashby, you're going, you know, even if we don't get it, Carney Catholic probably just going to hand it off and go to the half as we approach one minute to go. Right, yep, yep. Timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. It is 49 to nothing at Kearney Catholic. We'll have all the stats coming up on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll talk with Sean Callahan, Husker Online, Rivals, one of the first guys in the entire state when it came to recruit and recruiting services and three, four, five stars. We'll talk about what Nebraska's been doing. We'll talk about Heinrich Harburg, the scholarship commit. For the Big Red, what he's seen from him here in the first half as Heinrich has put up a bushel basket of uh, touchdowns. He's thrown for four and ran for one. Kale Conrad has the other two. He ran for one and had a defensive fumble recovery for a uh, touchdown. So, again, fourth down and five here for Wood River Shelton, and then they jump. Penalty flag on the play. But we have penalty flags on both sides of the field wide receiver jumped on the near side near the home bench i think that's exactly what they're going to call him now maybe you do uh, go back and punt it away that is the eighth penalty of the second quarter we had one in the first quarter and that was about 30 seconds remaining Mm -hmm. so it was so clean early and now a lot of flags have come out here in the last 13 minutes of play
6: well i think it's one of those two you're trying to get people into the game and even on even on wood riverside you know they said the lure kid and he's a freshman and they're trying to get him into the game you know so people they're trying to get some people
3: worked in it's the first game of the season still going to go for it nope they take the short snap and punt it away and it might have even got tipped at the line of scrimmage it's going to scoot out of bounds just past the 40 yard line somewhere around the 43 and that is where they're going to mark it it's about a 25 yard punt and Carney Catholic will have it first and 10 at the 43 yard line of the Silverbacks with one oh two remaining here in the second quarter of play. On KKPR FM, Carney, Alda, Wood River, World Wide Web at com. So, Harburg comes back in with the second and third string receivers. Yep. And again, you have to anticipate maybe two more snaps for Heinrich unless somehow they score here. Right. Yep. Can't imagine that we would see him in the second half. Maybe the first series, and they'll hand it off right up the middle here to uh, Greaser. Greaser gets inside the 30-yard line enough for a first down to about the 28 or 29. It's going to be a gain of 15.
6: Yep, nice job up front for Carney Catholic. Yeah, getting the hats on the on the people up front, and then the uh, guards got a hat on the uh, linebackers to get you know make that
3: hole so big for Riley. Stars have one timeout remaining. We're down to 50 seconds to go. it to Greaser. Same play off the right side. Hits, spun, but drives forward and gets about eight more as he was dragging Austin Bittner with him. It looked like Bittner was going to bring him down, but Greaser had the balance just and just fallen backwards, drug him with him for a gain of eight.
6: Yep, like you said, he got hit right there about the line of screen, about two-yard gain, and then he just came twisted and turned and... Just going to hand it
3: off to Greaser. That's all this is going to be. Either he scores or they tackle him. He breaks the tackle at the 15 to the 10, headed towards the corner, but he's shoved out of bounds, which stops the clock with 21 seconds to go between the 2 and the 3-yard line. Looks like they're going to mark him at the 3, and there's 17 yards for Greaser.
6: Yep, just three deep handoffs to him, and he's just kind of reading where he needs to go and stuff, and the line and, and the receivers are doing a good job blocking for him up front.
3: 40 yards just on this Series. It'll be first and goal at about the three yard line. And again, they'll turn, hand it to Greaser. Gets hit in the backfield this time. Mason King is able to keep him out of the end zone. Now it's up to Carney Catholic whether they want to score or not. 15 seconds to go, a gain of one. They're trying to get set here. They don't want to call the timeout. And they're just not going to. Oh, well, they are going to call the timeout. Coach uh, Harvey was just saying, get up there, run the same play, and then that way whatever happens, happens. Now he has to call the timeout with one second to go. And, again, opening night, you you try to do what you do. You play a strong first half, and then second half you'll see uh, everybody in the ballpark that's wearing green and gold get in there.
6: Yep, definitely. You'll see everybody. you know, trying to get into the football game, you know, and, and probably on the on the Wood River Shelton side trying to rotate people in there, you know, trying to get them to look. Everybody's been practicing and everybody wants to get into the game. Uh, you know, they have, haven't had a JV game or anything like that, so everybody wants to get
3: on that football field. Timeout out brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney. Final play of the first half. Carney Catholic looking to uh, get it into the end nope, zone, or are they going to the try field a field goal? They're going to give Hoagland a chance to kick the field goal here. So they're going to mark it at the 9. It's about a 19-yarder from the left hash for Spencer Hoagland. Chance to practice this. Good idea. The kick is away, and it is good. So a 19-yard field goal by Hoagland will finish things out here in the first half, all Kearney Catholic. It is the Stars 52 Wood River Shelton nothing. And coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. A chat with Sean Callahan. We'll run down the scores as we're into the second half of most all of the games. Keep it here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. And welcome back. I want to thank uh, some of our new producers and engineers learning the uh, business back at the studio and uh, getting our next season underway here. Had high school volleyball last night. Carney Catholic, uh, an impressive win over Columbus SCOTUS. Got that done in four sets. Ashley Keck had a total of 19 kills in that ball game. And Kearney Catholic and Hastings St. Silly go to David City tomorrow to take on Aquinas in a triangular. It's time now for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure (laughs) serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Your trash collection connection, check them out on the yellow pages. That is Ravenna Sanitation. Sean Callahan going to join us here in a minute. He ran up the stairs, so I want to let him get his breath. He's wearing (laughs) his mask and all that. Uh, Let's take a look at the scoreboard here. And don't forget, when we are done, it is the Rivals and Rut scoreboard show on Power 99 and 1230 KHS. Here's what we have from the area. It's still Kearney 10, Lincoln Southeast 7 in the third quarter. Class B in the third quarter. Hastings 21, McCook 14. Carney's game is on ESPN 1460. Hastings is on 1230 KHAS. Halftime scores in B. York 28, Crete nothing, Seward 13, Lexington 7, Bennington 27, Grand Island Northwest 17 in a top 10 battle, and North Platte leads Aurora 7-6. Halftime scores in C1. St. Paul was up 13 to nothing, but at the half, Pierce leads St. Paul 28 to 19. Adams Central leads Holdridge 35 to nothing on ESPN 1550. It is Battle Creek over Central City 34 16, and Ogallala leads Broken Bow at the half, 7 to nothing. Third quarter, Centura 7, Hershey 6. Halftime, Sutton 8, Grand Island Central Catholic nothing. North Platte St. Pat's 28, Donovan Trumbull 6, Wilbur Claytonia 22, Hastings St. Cecilia 7. Latest scores that we had before half, Gibbon 20, Sandy Creek 7, and Ord 43, Gordon Rushville nothing in D1. Last score we had, Southern Valley was leading Ravenna 8-0. At the half, Amherst 38, Alma 6, Elm Creek 8, Arcadia Loop City 6, Highline and Arapahoe are tied at 14, Bertrand leading Overton 35-6. Halftime score, Loomis 30, Blue Hill 14 Hartland 34, Giltner 14, third quarter on the breeze 94.5, Kennesaw leading Axtell 34-0, six-man at the half. It is Southwest 34, Wilcox held with 20, Silver Lake 36, Juanita Palisade 13, afternoon finals in six-man. Defending state champion Harvard falls at Spalding Academy in the final minute 47-40. Hartland Lutheran over Elba 63-32, and Arthur County over SEM 54-32. Here at the half, Carney Catholic 52, Wood River Shelton nothing, and we'll be back to talk to Sean Callahan right after this on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. And welcome back to Wood River. Again a big thank you to Athletic Director Ob Boucher and the crew here for their hospitality. Fifty-two to nothing. And those that came to the ball game to see Heinrich Harburg play. Uh, have seen some good things early on. It was just a couple of swing passes, screen passes. But finally got to see him throw the ball down the field a little bit. And to talk about that and everything else that's going on with the Big Red and maybe the Big Ten, Sean Callahan is here. Saw Sam McEwen. Uh, uh, I think Journal Star might have had somebody here. Bill these here. Yeah, a lot, whole, of, guys, a lot of guys here. Why? Why? Because I, I know Heinrich is good, but you could go watch him game two, game three. There's some other guys in the state of Nebraska to watch. Why do you think everybody's
17: here tonight? Well, remember, last night. We had Elkhorn yeah. South, Westside, and Prep. So you had all, several of the prospects playing last night. Now, tonight, my staff, we're out of three games, and two of them are in Iowa. Yeah, Fedoni. So quarterback, man. You get one quarterback in a recruiting class, that's a priority recruit. And you can get out and see him week one. You're going to go out and see the quarterback week one. I mean, this is the first in-state scholarship quarterback recruit at Nebraska since uh, all the way back to Mike McLaughlin. I mean, you you, you got to go all the way back to 2001, um, you know, and Mike Stunts was a Council Bluffs guy that year, so it's been a long time. Um, so yeah, I, I just think curiosity, and there there were no attendance uh, limits here. Anybody could have got in. I, I wish I would have I made that a little bit more public on Twitter, because uh, I'm sure a lot of starved Lincoln and Omaha fans might have drove out here to watch, because obviously you can't get into a game right now in the metro areas of Omaha and Lincoln.
3: Yeah, and, and uh Carney Catholic will be pretty much open next week as the next two weeks as well. With so they're opening the St. Paul Stadium. In, yeah. yeah. So, uh, looking at that, and uh, uh, they, again, social distance, wear the mask, and all the things that you're supposed to do. Uh, I guess, Sean, just what did you think of what you saw from Harburg
17: here in the first half? Oh, he's poised, controlled. Um, I had him uh, on the half 11 to 12, 174 yards, five carries for uh, 14 yards. He had a sack on there that knocked it down, one touchdown, but four passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. Um, the two times they really let him open it up down the field, you kind of could see the control, the touch he has on the ball, um, you know, just just has the poise. And When you start to get down to the C level, you just don't. I mean, Noah Vedrill had that kind of command, that kind of poise. Um, You don't see a lot of Class C quarterbacks that are as polished as Harburg is right now.
3: Well, and that's the question. I think a lot of us out here know Heinrich. We saw Matt Basker break all the records, and and we knew he was good, and Harburg is to that next level physically uh, here in high school. We're not used to seeing a guy like this in our area on Friday night or in Nebraska as in general, as you said. What is it about Harburg?
17: Well, he's got the the size, number one, and the athletic ability. I mean, you can't coach, what, 6'3", or whatever he's listed at tonight in the program. 6'6", six, six they got him. 6'6", yeah. He, I mean, exactly. I'm sorry, 6'6". Six, six, you, can't, you can't coach that. He, he, he runs, what, a 10-9 in the 100. He's a great high-jumper, athletic-type kid. I mean, he's got tools and then he's got the mind and the drive and the work ethic and credit him him and his family. I mean, they sought out training way back when he was young. I can tell you, Mike Vedrel, Noah's dad, they did a lot of training and they crossed paths with Harburg when he was young. And he sent me a text and he goes, this young kid at Kearney Catholic. I know a little bit of something, Sean, because I've been following Noah around doing this. He's got a real chance. And. I said, Mike, you know a little about this. because he he nailed this Harburg one way before anybody even knew who this kid was. Um, and I remember when I went out the year before on the In-State Tour, a lot of people in Kearney are like, that kid at Kearney Catholic, he's just a skinny beanpole. You know, he's nothing. <laughs> and, you know, you kind of saw it grow and grow and grow and, and the type of player he's become
3: what about uh, sean
17: callahan's with us
3: here uh, halftime of our uh, opening night of football sean what about the, the three recruits nebraska besides fedoni they got two more another one today another tight end uh, coming out of creighton prep
17: yeah aj rollins and he could play other positions um i mean i think they're just loading up on a bunch of six six type kids and rollins could play defense he could play tight end um, you know, Get him in the program. I mean, Ethan Piper came in as a O-lineman and he, or D-lineman. I he's playing O-line. Brant Banks came in as a D-line. He's playing O-line now. So they can move those guys around. I mean, James Carney, another one to watch at Norris, You know, another 6'6 long kid that runs a 4'6 40". Uh, there's a chance they could offer him as well. So it's kind of the year of the 6'6 tight end type kid. And Harburg could probably be a tight end if you want to do. And Cole Payton at Westside, the great quarterback going to North Dakota State, he could be a tight end. So this is one of those years where there are about 10 kids in the state that could be Division One level type tight end athletes that, you know, obviously can play a lot of other spots too. A couple more before we uh, let you get back down there, Uh, Sean. uh, What do you think about
3: the latest stories playing football in general for the Big Ten? Today, Barry Alvarez uh, saying, hey, we want to play winter ball. We don't want to play spring ball. There's a report that maybe they'd be looking at starting around Thanksgiving. What's legit? What are you hearing on the inside, if anything?
17: So yesterday, they had their weekly coaches meeting. They have once a week Zoom meeting. And after the meeting was over last night, the coaches received – two different plans that are just being tossed around nothing official from barry alvarez plan one start on thanksgiving week 10 games plus a championship game plan two: start on december 29th ish eight games plus a championship game but i still think there's a push going on to start earlier i i don't you know because if you're ohio state you're not going to give into this plan because you're basically conceding playing for a national championship. So um, I'll be curious where it goes this week. It's a lot of talk, a lot of leaked reports, mainly by people with agendas that want that information out there. So it it feels like we're covering Washington, D.C. politics sometimes with, (laughs) with the way this has all come out the last few days and weeks. Well, that transitions. What do you think about the lawsuit? Will anything come out of that? Anything
3: positive, uh, anything will the Big Ten actually step up and give us some information? Even if we don't play football in the next two months, can anything come of this lawsuit they want filed three, by the players? There's
17: three things they want. Was there a vote? What was the vote? And what were the pieces of medical information that were used to decide the vote? And the Big Ten has said that's closed-door executive session. If we gave this out, it would be harmful because then we could never have closed-door sessions again because these – What? I don't think it would be harmful. Do you think it would be harmful? Well – I think What would be harmful about it? This is, this is where it's coming from. Presidents that voted no don't want their boosters to know they voted no. Because think if, if, if you love Michigan football and you give all your donations to the Wolverine Football Athletic Department and that's what you love to do. It's what you love to spend your Saturdays on like we like to go to Nebraska games. How mad would you be to know that your president shut it down for you? And that could affect money for certain schools. Um, So that, to me, is one of the angles probably why there's kind of a privacy on who voted no, uh, because it, it will cost some of these schools money from boosters if you find out your president was one of the evil presidents that doesn't want to play football.
3: Did you have any questions, Don? I hate to shut you out <laughs> no, there, I, man.
17: You know
11: everything, he covered up all Welcome to the broadcast.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <of> the team. <laughs> Who's next to, when you don't get to go watch Huskers on Saturday and you get a little time to go out on a Friday or a Thursday? Who else do you want to go see here in the next couple of weeks? You know, I've got to look at
17: – I sound like a coach here, but I'm taking one one week at a at time, time. Yep. Um, and I want to kind of sit – but we have three guys going out, in this week we went to five games. So Robin Washett's out in um, Iowa watching an eight-man game, Seth Malcolm. Nate Klaus is out at Thomas Fedoni, and I'm here. So uh, we're going to be able to see a good chunk of the recruiting class in week one, which in the 20 years I've been doing this, we've never been able to do yeah. something like this because usually we're getting ready to cover a Husker game on Saturday, and yeah. it's kind of hard to be out in Kearney till 11 or 12 o'clock at night and cover a Husker game the next day. So now you do it. Well, <laughs> Doug's like, wait a minute, I do that every
3: week.
17: Yeah, but but to be fair, you guys actually get there
3: and do your morning online stuff anymore three
17: oh, yeah. three hours early. There's a lot
3: of stuff that you guys have to do. I'm the on first guy there
17: and yeah. usually the last guy out on game. But so yeah, we're just trying to adjust and you know a lot of football fans want football still in the state, so we're trying to bring them the closest thing to Husker football that is, and that's the Husker recruits right now.
3: All right, Sean. Thanks, buddy, and uh, hopefully we'll see you soon somewhere.
17: Yeah, I'm, well, I'm, I'll be at another Carney Catholic game, I'm sure of it. So. I hope so. All right, maybe I'll stay the night. Yeah. And, uh, we'll have a, a little post-game, we'll get to uh, post-game party. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
3: Sean Callahan joining us here at halftime. See, it's see. all Carney Catholic by a score of 52 to nothing. We'll come back with more on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report next. Don Lees along with me, Doug Duda, here at uh, Wood River. What did you think of the first half, Don?
6: You know, like, like we mentioned, you know, Carney Catholic got, you know, the short end of the field, and, and they took advantage of that. You know, and that's what you do, you know, good teams do, um, you know, is you take advantage of those situations. Uh, starting right off the bat, getting the ball at the 47-yard line, 53 yards later, you know, punching it in. Um, you know, they, they made things happen at Kearney Catholic, whether it was on offense, defense, or special teams. Um, and that's one of the things that, uh, you know, Carney Catholic has also is, is, is on the special teams part of things. And they have a lot of players that just want to get in there and, and get after things. You know, we mentioned, like, the Tate Florells and those people. But there's a lot of guys out there on that, that, that team that just want to get out there and play. You know, in and, and, and Wood River Shelton, you know, things just kind of started to snowball a little bit. But they, they had a few positive things that went out there. Um, you know, the quarterback, Cronk, is he, he does a good job for just getting in there for probably, you know, one day of work and stuff and trying to get things going. But he does a good job. And he heck, he plays the defensive line and stuff. So, you know, Wood River Shelton's got some things coming up. Um, it, they just ran into a buzzsaw with Carney Catholic, and, and, and the breaks just went all Carney Catholic's way.
3: 52 to nothing as we're getting close to starting the second half. Just some quick numbers. Uh, Waylon Kronk, the quarterback, seven carries, negative 15 yards. Not really getting sacked, just getting tackled behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, Devin Jepson, one carry. Mason King had a carry. Carson Thompson actually had the positive yardage two carries, 15 yards, 11 rushes, one yard and they have uh, fumbled the ball away twice. Through the air, Kronk is 3 of 12 with a pick for 16 yards, so only 17 yards and one first down of the first half, the three turnovers, five punts, and four penalties. For 30 yards, Carney Catholic, five penalties for 35 yards. They punted once. I have Harbor 12 of 13 for 176 yards and four touchdowns. Rushing, six carries, 14 yards and a touchdown. Riley Greaser, five carries, 39 yards. Cale Conrad, all of his carries in the first half, 10 carries, 47 yards and a touchdown. 100 on the ground, 176 in the air, 276 yards. For Carney Catholic, 14 first downs compared to one, and that is the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report here on Power 99. And you already start to see some of the backups out there getting ready to kick it off, Don.
6: Yep, you got, you got a got a few guys out there for uh, you know Carney Catholic, you know on the kickoff team. Uh, they probably made that adjustment at halftime, going, hey, you know, you guys, uh, we haven't had a lot of time to practice with uh, the second team kicking off. Uh, Samson David going to kick off for Carney Catholic, but you you got to do those things because you never know when something's going to happen to somebody or you know uh, you know somebody gets sick or you know or the COVID part of things. You got to have some people that you know can go in there and do some backups, and that's exactly uh, what Carney Catholic's uh, doing right here. Um, Samson David going to be able to kick off here. Um, you know Wood River, you know for them they, they you know this half they just need to get some th- positive things going. They need to be able to you know move the football. Uh, you know, whether or not it's just for a couple of series is where they can get the football, get a couple of first downs, uh, gets, get a little bit of confidence uh, going into that week two game and uh, try to get some confidence built on these kids.
3: Carney High now trailing. Lincoln Southeast has taken a 14-10 to lead of the third quarter on ESPN Radio, and you get a left footer. Uh, as you said, to uh, boot that one away and still pounded it all the way back to the one. It hits the ground. It falls forward out to the 10. It's still loose on the field, and somehow Wood River Shelton falls on it, but there is a massive collision trying to get that football, and I think Cade Huxtable got rocked a little bit. Yeah, He's going to lay there for a moment. The ball squirted off his chest, and then it bounced forward, and so he's running to get it. Kearney Catholic's running down the field defensively. Big yep. collision, yep. and it is silverback ball. But at their eleven yard line,
6: right? Yeah, that's you know, like you said, uh, Kate Huxtable. You know, we yeah, took it off the chest, and he was trying to go after that football, and and as he's trying to go after it, there are a couple other guys at Carnegie Catholic kind of dove after it too at the same time, in a collision at about the ten yard line, and uh, you know, the uh, Silver Hot or Silverbacks were able to get on the football at least, uh, kind of cover.
3: And again, in case you joined us late, Caleb Stewart got hurt early on an offensive tackle, and he's been out the rest of the game here for Wood River Shelton. So back, Waylon Cronk out of the shotgun. He wants to throw the football over to the right side, and he's got it complete. Across the 20, out to the 23-yard line. That's enough for a first down, and he hits it right between the 2 and the O of Austin Bittner. Yep, yeah, and just a nice oh, route. there's a flag. There's oh. a flag in the offensive backfield, and it's going to be a hold to negate it. A yeah, one
6: of those... Uh,
3: and again, a reminder: because yep. of the score, the 35-point rule, the clock is currently running. So, uh, it'll it makes... take about uh, 25 minutes to play this second half.
6: half. Right. Yep. And that's exactly. You know, even you know, during this uh, holding call, it's the clock still going and stuff. But just a nice route, nice catch there but going to be negated here by a holding call. But uh, Gronk did a good job of stepping up in there and uh, hitting his receiver coming across that middle. Just a nice pass, nice hard throw into there, and nice catch.
3: Easton Graves splits out wide to the left. Aiden Graves splits out wide to the right. Slot left is going to be Carson Thompson. Four wide look. Jepson still in the backfield. Here comes a blitz up the middle. Gronk's going to roll out of the end zone, try to get it to Thompson who felt the pressure and, as it go through his hands at the ten yard line? Good idea. I like the route there. Yeah, but there was just stars in the backfield and stars all the way around. And that would have been a tough one to complete on either end. Yep, and he did a good job of just kind
6: of buying some time because he had some pressure right up the middle out of that, trying to hit his receivers out here on this side. And he he got it off to where you know it was one of those situations that you know at least his receiver had a chance after the football.
3: So it'll bring up second down now. And about uh, 18. That penalty should have been marked off half the distance. I'm not sure it was. Hitting in the backfield in the end zone, Kronk, but he gets rid of it. There's a completed pass out to the 15-yard line, trying to fight for extra yardage and getting out to the 20-yard line. Nice job of working with the football, Austin Bittner. So got the first one negated on a hold, and this time they go right towards the first down marker. Might be a yard short. It's going to be a 17-yard completion.
6: Yeah. Nice, and nice job, you know, fighting off the uh, safety out of that situation because uh, I think it was Logan O'Brien in there trying to, you know, tackle him in the end zone, and he got got rid of him and then was able to
3: connect, and it's going to be third and one here for Wood River. And, of course, when you don't line up under center, that quarterback sneak then becomes out of the question. So third down and one at their own 20, hard count, got the Stars to jump. Trying to be over aggressive in that mixture of first and second yep. teamers, and that's going to be enough to give Wood River Shelton the first down.
6: Yep. As they were coming up the middle, the middle linebackers were coming up the middle and trying to get a t- time that snap. First down for uh, Wood River. This is exactly what we talked about. Today. Um, Wood River just needs some positive things going. You know, to take into that game. You know, second game on this. Uh, you know, and this is something that uh, is nice to see for Wood River.
3: So first down and 10 at their own 26-yard line, Kronk under pressure, rolls out, tries to throw the football and ends up running out of bounds. He wanted to throw that till the very last minute, but Aaron O'Brien put some pressure on him. Made him step out of bounds at the 25-yard line. That's going to be a loss of just a yard on the play.
6: Yeah, he wanted to hit these receivers. They ran a little bit of an out route over here, but uh, the the defensive backs for Carney Catholic was right there, and the pressure came up the middle. Cale Conrad blitzed up, uh, up the middle out of that and forced him to move to that side. And he did a good job. He didn't force it in there because he was like, ah, I want to throw it, but you know, I don't want to uh, get you know get, a, get an interception here. So it was good job by Kronk there.
3: Sutton continues to lead Grand Island Central Catholic eight to nothing, and there in the fourth quarter, Central Catholic was tabbed as an improved team. Sutton was in the state finals and slipping as the ball tried to be thrown to Carson Thompson. He slipped in his route, and the ball just bounces to his side. It'll be
6: third down yeah he tried to run a little hooker out there right in the middle and slipped and that's exactly where kronk was trying to throw it. it was right there in the middle out of that and uh he didn't have a whole lot of time coming off his you know defensive end position
3: was logan o'brien putting the heat on him santara leads hershey in the fourth quarter 14 to 6 Kennesaw over Axtell 54 to nothing amherst over alma 38 to 6 adam central shutting out holdridge and their new head coach in the fourth quarter, 35 to nothing. Here it's still 52 to nothing in favor of Carney Catholic. First series here in the third quarter. They'll throw over the middle for Thompson, and that's way high because pressure yeah. again coming on Crock. He's doing a good job of getting rid of the football, Don, and yeah. bringing some pressure Logan O'Brien and Aaron O'Brien.
6: Yep, and that's exactly what, you know, he didn't have. His, his feet were moving, and he's trying to find a receiver out of that. He doesn't have a whole lot of time, so he's got to kind of glue on to one and see if he makes a good route out of that, and he's getting rid of the football like he should out of that, but uh, he just does not have much time.
3: Fourth and 12 now after getting the first down for Wood River Shelton at their own 24, Huxtable to punt it away. High snap over his head into the end zone. He's got some time to try to do something with it. He'll run. Can he rugby kick it? No, he's just going to try and run for what he can, and he's going to get out across the five. Ball stripped away. Are they going to let it go for a touchdown, or are they going to call him down? Carney Catholic celebrating. They thought it was a strip and score. Yeah. And. Dale Murphy was. <laughs> the one the that got. The referee of... says no. No. <laughs> but nonetheless, it will be Carney Catholic ball at the nine.
6: Yep. So, you know, like you said, you know, high snap over him, and he's just trying to do what he can. Uh, one time we are going, okay, just rugby it, but he tried to pick up what he can out of there, so it's going to be first and goal at the 9 here for Kearney Catholic.
3: Loss of 15 on the play, and again, if you're just joining us, the Stars' first possession on the opening kickoff started at their own 47. Yep. Every other possession has started at midfield or in Silverback territory. We have not played on the Kearney Catholic side of the 50 since the first play of the game. Yep, exactly. I think Mahoney's in there at quarterback. He is the number two man, can run it, can throw it. He throws a swing pass out here in the flat, complete into the hands of Schmoderer. Schmoderer makes a man miss and gets into the end zone. One play, one touchdown in the third quarter here for Cardi Catholic on a nine-yard pass from Brett Mahoney to Schmoderer.
6: Yeah, Garrett just got out there on the outside, and uh, you know got a, got a good block down there by Jaden Shires, too. Um, just threw it out there to him, and uh, he's able
3: to take it on into the end zone for the touchdown. That'll make it 58 to nothing, Carney Catholic. And they need the tee. Looks like Cade Ullman's going to get the opportunity here to attempt the extra point. And the snap to Harburg puts it down, the kick's blocked. Coming in there to block the kick is Carson Thompson. And so, our five points bank touchdown is a nine yard touchdown pass from Mahoney. Out to a Schmatterer, and with 528 remaining in the third quarter, Carney Catholic 58, Wood River Shelton nothing on Power 99. Doug, due to Don Lees back with you here as Kearney Catholic gets ready to kick it off. Don, yep, and it's going to be uh,
6: Samson David again on the, on the kickoff here. Left-footed kicker, you know, and got a, four, you know, quite a few other guys out there, uh, second team people, you know, for the kickoff.
3: Well, Carney Catholic, uh, even though they're taking on. What ends up being an overmatched opponent has to be pretty pleased with the way they're playing. Is the yep. kick fairly short, taking it about the 8-yard line, up to the 10, the 15, getting just across the 20-yard line and swallowed up there at the 22 is going to be Sam Morales for Wood River Shelton. And the Silverbacks now get their offense on the field, and it looks like we're going to see some backups here as well.
7: Yep.
3: Well, maybe not. Just uh, they got Kronk out there a little late. Graves okay. boys are still out there. It looks like they still got... Roberson in the offensive line, Sam Stewart the center, with the running clock here in the second half, Carney Catholic put up 28 in the first quarter, 24 in the second, and scored on one play here in the third, so Wellen Kronk, long cadence, wants to roll to his right, sprint option, throws it out here complete into the hands of Austin Bittner, Bittner to the 30-yard line, and then he's going to be shoved down right there out of bounds, a gain of seven on the play.
6: Yeah, just nice route out there, you know, running an out route, hit him on, this, on the uh, cut, and, uh, you know, nice connection to him going out there. And uh, uh, Riley Gill was one of them uh, that, uh, um, you know, kind of, you know, did it out there on the outside and pushed him on out the out. Uh, and Kate Oman was right there uh, for the tackle
3: for him. i like to see Kronk just one time have enough time to take a shot, see what he's got. We've seen him throw it away a couple times downfield. Same thing. They throw it out here to Thompson, and he gets planted from behind by Reed Potter. Yep. Reed comes in there and just squared him up on the back, and Thompson unable to hold on. It's third down and three.
6: Yeah, Clay, Clay Gill took, to, took the deep route out of that situation, and, and uh, you know, uh, 28 for Carney Catholic. Reed Potter came right up there. He read that right away and came up there and uh, uh, you know put the guy right there in the back out of that situation right there, but good, good read by Reed Potter.
3: Third down and three for the Silverbacks at their own 30-yard line. Trying to get another first down, work their way towards midfield. And Kronk wants to throw. Looking over the middle now, is going to go deep for Graves. And Potter on him just can't catch up to the football incomplete. And that's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see Wayland, the freshman, see what he looked like when he went downfield. And I'm telling you, we could we could tell just talking to Coach Ashby earlier in the week, when he tells you he's going to put in a freshman quarterback and he's also got him starting on defense, this is a kid that's going to be very, very good yep. from here on out. He's just got to grow a little bit, and he's already, you couldn't tell he's a freshman unless no. you had a
6: program. Nope, you could not. You know, and That was a good ball that he threw right there. It was either going to be caught by his receiver or it wasn't going to be on the inside where Reed Potter could intercept it, even though Reed was going stride for stride with him.
3: They're going to line up and go for it. Little option out here again. Same play, this more of a jump ball for Graves, but... Couldn't get to it, kind of gave up on it because it was so far away. Sire on the coverage, and the ball falls incomplete. So Carney Catholic will take over on Downs at the 30-yard line of Wood River Shelton with 220 in the clock running here in the third quarter, 58 to nothing in favor of the stars. Should we get done a little early, we might bring you some bonus content, depending on how much time is left in that Southeast Carney game. But again, our first half took so long. We yeah. might get done about the same time as everybody else. As we approach the 9 o'clock hour on KKPR-FM, Carney Shelton, Wood River, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brett Mahoney in at quarterback, had a touchdown pass to Schmaderer. Now on a read option here. They'll hand it off to the in-man Tate Florell. Florell on that inside handoff, brings it up to the 21-yard line. A gain of nine on the play for Tate.
5: Yep,
6: just running that little jet sweep action out of it, uh... Giving that ball from left to right to Tate Florell coming around on the right side. Tate just tucks it up and goes and uh, picks up nine yards on the play.
3: Yes, you're exactly right. Uh, My my brain fell out that time on (laughs) what the offensive play was. It was (laughs) something we see so much in college anymore. A jet sweep. Off here now to the eye back, Riley uh, Greaser. Greaser bounces outside, gets to the 20, the 15, and he gets shoestring tackled. And then we get a flag 50 yards away from the play. Again, our referee throws it way over here by the Wood River Shelton bench, and the play was over by the Kearney Catholic bench. The run takes us all the way down to the two-yard line. Would have been yes. a gain of 19, but instead penalty flag here. Again, we're going to have a lot more football and volleyball coming your way next week. Pleasanton and Overton are in a triangular volleyball-wise uh, football. Carney Catholic's going to be home against Gothenburg. And let's see what our referee tells us. He threw the flag. Personal foul on both teams. There was a little scuffle. Now the question is, was it a dead ball? Because if it was a dead ball, then the run counts. Yep. If it was not a dead ball, then they bring it back. And to right. me, I think Don, the play was over.
6: Yeah. Looked like it. What? Well, well, I think they're gonna.
3: They initially stopped the clock for the penalty and. I guess they're helping everybody out because another minute and a half ran out here while they're deciding what to do. That's going to be the end of the third quarter of play with our running clock and the score 58 to nothing in favor of Kearney Catholic as we head to the fourth quarter on Power 99.
8: B&B Carpet and Donovan. Now with Pergo Extreme Rigid Flooring, where high performance runs deep. Deeper visuals, deeper protection, deeper warranty. For the number one preferred brand in flooring, Pergo Extreme offers unmatched durability and a guarantee you expect from a high performance floor. Pergo Extreme's warranty is worry free for life, providing extreme debt resistance, 100% kid and pet proof warranty, and waterproof warranty. For the worry free solution, see BB Carpets and Donovan, and you'll see why your friends say, that's where we always go.
1: Tired of looking at your family as they stare into their phones? Why not give them something incredible to look at, like Mother Nature, while cruising around in a new or used boat from Buzz's Marine? Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer can help you and your family unplug and de-stress in a healthy way on the water. They have and surf boats, deck boats, fishing boats, and pontoons and triple tunes. Whatever you choose, you can't lose. Find out more today at Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer at 5th and Central Carney, or online at Buzz's Marine
3: and welcome back to Power 99 and Platriver Getting ready to start the fourth quarter, and again, a couple of series there for Wood River Shelton. And the Carney Catholic is on their second series here with that running clock. 58 to nothing. Carney uh, Catholic was able to score on a nine yard pass from Mahoney, Brett Mahoney, to Garrett Schmoder.
6: Yep, so now we're just going to start the fourth quarter here. Mahoney's going to be the quarterback, uh, 33 for Kearney. Tyson Reddinger is the running back uh, for Carney Catholic. I was going to say it's, gonna be, it's supposed to be moved up there to the
3: 25. Yeah, the <laughs> officials, as we come back, still don't have the ball marked. Uh, they went with offsetting penalties during the play, so it's just a simple replay of the down. It'll be first down, still ain't right, first down in uh, five at the 25. But again... A night like tonight. Just kind of get at in the ballpark and go. Mahoney wants to keep it himself. Quarterback keeper up the middle. 25 gets to the right side. 20, no contact yet. 15, 10, 5, touchdown. Brett Mahoney and a penalty flag Mahoney. Touchdown. way back where this play started. And the flag didn't come out until Mahoney got into the end zone. And one of the Wood River Shelton boys is down here. And that is Waylon Cronk. And he is not sure what it is. I didn't. I, I didn't maybe see it. it was I a cheap did, shot. Yeah. I didn't see it. I was watching Mahoney go into the That's end right, zone.
7: Too.
3: And boy, I sure hope it wasn't a cheap shot. Because if that was where that is on the field, Carney Catholic's young man will have some explaining to do. And right. Rashawn Harvey and the boys will take care of it. So you hope Kronk's okay. Uh, they're still discussing what they're going to do with the penalty. And while all of this takes place, we'll take a break here on Power 99. Well, Kronk is walking off on his own power, a little limping, maybe a twist of the foot or something down there, Don.
6: Yep. Yeah, you know, he's coming off here, you know, like you said, limping a little bit and stuff, but now he's starting to jog just a little bit off there. So, you know, hopefully it wasn't, uh, you know, we'll see what the flag here is and and uh,
3: go from there. Personal foul on sportsmanlike conduct on Carney Catholic as they have given us the first indication. And there is an ejection. And there is an ejection on the field. And, again, didn't see the number. Probably wouldn't tell you who it was, even if we did see the number. But, uh, evidently, there was a little cheap shot out there. And so there has been an ejection here for Cardi Catholic, which will put a little sour on what's going on. And they are not going to count the touchdown.
6: Nope, saying it was happening during the during the run. So.
3: And so Mahoney went in from twenty five yards out untouched. Now they'll move the ball back fifteen yards. Although it's setting at the twenty nine. Yeah. <laughs> which would be four yards. Four yards. Yeah. yeah. We're just here to call the game. Okay. Yep. Due to Don Lee's, <laughs> uh, the, the air has come out here in the second half. There's no doubt about it. It's pretty quiet. There's yep. not a whole lot of pep uh, from either side. And, and we've had a lot of delays like this. And again, uh, it's unfortunate to see what's going on and, and the length that it's taking, taking here.
6: Yeah.
3: So. Maybe they got to get the number and everything down. And... <laughs> well,. I think I saw who was running off the field, uh-huh. <laughs> and, and, and so I think they know who it was. And the unfortunate thing is then you're out next week. week you get ejected from a, a high school athletic event. You're out the next contest. Yep. So it looks like we're finally about ready to go here. It's still going to be Brett Mahoney at quarterback. Brant Christner is now in the backfield as the running back. Out on the wide receivers on the right side, you've got Caleb O'Brien. There's a lot of O'Briens on the team, if we didn't (laughs) know that already. On the left side, Hayden Crone, And Mahoney this time is going to hand it off, and Kristner is going to be tackled behind the line of scrimmage. And again, there was a little pushing and shoving after the play. Some of that was just off-balance blocking, and you never know. But you hate to see that right after something, something like an ejection. Yep.
6: Yep, you do, you know, and then Brant Christer taking that right up the middle out of that, and uh, there was nothing there. Wood River did a good job of getting rid of the guys up front and making that tackle.
3: Third and eleven, the ball's back at the thirty-one yard line as the clock continues to run here, fifty-eight to nothing in favor of Carney Catholic, trying to get everybody, the new guys, in the places they need to be. Play clock down to five seconds now as the back judge starts to count. Mahoney wanted to hand it off. His running back didn't take it. Makes a nice stiff arm on Mason King to try to get to the corner and at least get back to the first down marker, which he does before Easton Graves comes over and makes a nice open field tackle. I don't think Mahoney wanted to keep that
6: one. I think whoever was in the backfield at that time, I didn't see who it was, did not take the football. And... uh, Mahoney was just like, okay, I'm going to try to get what I can out of this. Did a good job, like you said, a stiff arm in the first guy and getting back to the original line of scrimmage out of that.
3: <laughs> I remember a game that I suppose now in these times you can't even say the name of when we were young kids where you tried to tackle the guy with the football, you know. <laughs> Everybody knows what I'm talking about. I right. think we are trying to give it off and nobody wants, wants it. it. <laughs> so it'll be fourth down and ten, and being at the 30-yard line, the Stars will go for it. Empty backfield. Trips to the left, twins to the right. Mahoney. Gets them all set as he moves the trips in a little closer. And they'll set it underneath wide receiver screen here, completed in the hands of Jack Holman, but there is nowhere to go. He is tackled at the line of scrimmage, and Carney Catholic will give it up on doubts.
6: Yeah, just a quick end out of that to Jake Holman, and it uh, was a good job by Wood River of trying to, uh, you know, getting in there, and the linebackers came over and flowed out of that situation and stopped him right there.
3: Not positive, but I think Jake's wearing the old Nat Luther number. I'm not, I can't, was that 87 or 89? I don't remember. Any chance to get his name on the air? air. Some good stuff on the the, uh, website for Carney Catholic, and now we're just waiting to see Wood River Shelton do some positive things. They're ready to go, and Kronk is back Back in 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 there. So that's good to good to see. Waylon back in there. Back to pass, has time, throwing it deep down the seam, looking for Thompson. He got by the defender, caught at the 35-30, and the Silverbacks have their first ever football touchdown for varsity action here at home. A 70-yard touchdown pass, which triples the offense of the team throughout the night, and gets Woodruber Shelton on the board, and that's great to see. It
6: is, you know, and we've mentioned it, you know. All... And one time that he did have, you know, a couple times there, he did have some time to throw. Kong throws a good ball, and uh, that one he was right on the money with. He just ste- was able to have a little bit of time, stepped in and threw the football, hit the, hit the receiver in, in stride out of that. So, you know, we, we, you know you, you've you talked about it. The you know, coach is really you know, excited about him, and I can see why.
3: 70 yards, and now getting ready to execute the P.A. As they're able to throw the T in, the holder on this will be Aiden Graves, and doing the PAT will be Austin Bittner. 58-6 with 9.23 to go here on opening night. Don't forget the Rivals and Ruts scoreboard show coming up. Snap good. The kick is away, and it is no good. The home fans thought it was good, good, but yeah. it was just off to the right wide right. And our five points bank touchdown, a 70-yarder from the freshman. It won't be his last. Waylon Cronk hook it up with the senior, Carson Thompson. 58-6 Cardi Catholic will kick it off next.
12: The American farmer is faced with hundreds of decisions to make every day. At Prairie Valley, we are committed to you and the decisions you make that affect your farm for the long haul. Prairie Valley Seed is more than a price and program. Prairie Valley provides you with knowledgeable agronomists who are fully invested in the success of your farm year after year. Our long-term commitment with Prairie Valley Seeds is to be by your side to help your farm achieve success, not only today, but in the future. Prairie Valley's promise is to serve the local farmer by your side and in your field. Prairie Valley Seed. Grow without limits.
3: The Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to prepscom and nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl winner will be listed on prepscom Brought to you by B&B Carpet, so check that out. Uh, we've had a lot of great athletes in our area over the last couple of years and looking forward to honoring some more kids. Heinrich Harburg is worthy of it tonight, and I'm guessing we're already praising Waylon Cronk. He might even get more.
6: Right. Yep, he's done a good job tonight, you know, getting thrown right in there. And, uh, you know, one of those situations where, you know, they had to kind of throw him in there, and he did a good job tonight. He really did. Uh, he does a good job on offense and defense for the Silverbacks here.
3: So the Silverbacks will kick it off for the first time since the opening kickoff of the game. And to do so is Austin Bittner, 58-6, nine twenty-three with the running clock. And a high kick that's going to be fielded at about the 13-yard line on the right side by Carney Catholic's Austin Christner, Shaking and baking to the 20. Now reverses his field 25. And, boy, he was looking to Johnny Rogers, that baby. And, finally, he is brought down by Caleb Polk. He shook out of a lot of tackles, but there was a whole bunch of black jerseys there. <laughs>
6: yep, as he tried to go, you know, to the right side, nothing there. Tw- tw- twirls around and comes back to the left side. And, uh, you know, Wood River Shelton did a great job of just staying home.
3: It's still Lincoln Southeast 14 Kearney 10 late in the fourth quarter on ESPN 1460 in Class B. York defeats Crete 35 to 6 in the fourth quarter. North Platte leads Aurora 13 to 6. Hastings over McCook 35-14. Seward leads Lexington 19 to 7. Stars will hand it straight up the middle and coming across the 30 out to the 34 yard line, our running back is going to be Tyson Redinger. Yep.
6: Dyson just took the ball straight up the middle out of that one and goes right up there. And then Brant Krishner's going to come in at, at running back
3: for Carney Catholic here on this next play. And it's going to be enough for a first down. Gain of ten. Sixteenth first down. Nine of those in the first quarter for Carney Catholic. And our third string quarterback is Carson Murphy, and he'll hand it off. To Christner, as you said, comes straight ahead. There's going to be nothing fancy. I think Carney Catholic just runs it straight up the middle until they either don't get a first down or they find the end zone.
6: Right. Yep. And that's exactly you know, about every every play. It's been about three or four people coming in, rotating in. And, uh, you know, Carson Murphy's now the quarterback for Kearney Catholic. Uh, and uh, I think uh, Rogash is in there. Logan Rogash is in there at running back right now.
3: So a lot of guys getting an opportunity on opening night. Second down and seven, and they'll turn and hand it off. And this time, nowhere to go. A loss behind the line of scrimmage, getting some linemen in there. Mason King and Tommy Leach were in there on the tackle.
6: Yeah, there was no, like you said, uh, he took a deep handoff out of that, uh, trying to read, but there was no reading out of that situation as uh, you know. Wood River Shelton
3: was right there to make the tackle. And when you know the running back's going to get it, it makes it a little bit tougher on that, (laughs) especially the young running backs. Yep. Adam Central beating Holdridge 35 to nothing in the fourth Pierce leads St. Paul 34-25. Third down and 9 now for the Stars and Murphy going to roll out looking to throw now just tucks it up trying to run get what he can and he's going to get across the 35 dive out to about the 38 yard line a gain of 3.
6: Yeah, receivers out here on this side. They just were not open. So Carson did a good job of just you know tucking it up there and, and picking up what he can. But uh, Wood really River defensive level. guys did a really good job of uh, covering the uh, out, out, outside receivers.
3: Carney Catholic looks like they're going to go ahead and pump the ball up 58 to six with six and a half to go here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Looks like Kate Ullman is going to punt it away. They're going to try and give him max protection here. Low snap, bounces, but bounces right to him, so no problem. Then he gets a good line drive kick that's going to hit at the 30 and roll out here to about the 22-yard line. So that's about a 41-yard punt. Not too bad there. For the uh, junior, Cade Olman.
6: Nope, you know, just uh, kind of punched it out there too, because there's a low, low snap bounce to him, and he did a good job of scooping it up and uh, just punching it out here and
3: and getting the, getting the roll out of that. Looked like one of his dad's golf shots, kind of top it and let it roll a little <laughs> yeah, bit.
16: That's right. <laughs> nope.
3: When we are done, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show, final stats, a few scores. We'll talk with the head football coach of the Stars, Rashawn Harvey. Again, it was a big first half for. Heinrich Harburg, 12 of 13, 176 yards, and four touchdowns through the air. He also ran one in. And now Wood River Shelton, Waylon Crock, through a 70-yard of the last time. He's going to try and do it again. Throws it as far as he can down the left sideline, and laying out, trying to haul it in, is Riley Bombbeck, but it just overshot him. So it'll bring up second down.
6: Yep, and just a good arm on him, too, you know, just barely overshot him on that one. uh... But, you know, that's what we
3: kind of wanted to see is if he had some protection of how, how good he could be. And it's kind of a 50-50 deal. You can just stand back and chuck it. You're probably not learning a whole lot. Right. Or you can try and run some of your offensive plays that will help you later on. And mm-hmm. most of the first half of the ball game, that's what he was doing. Now they're letting him air it out. Here's a sideline pattern and Bombeck soft footsteps. <laughs> He was going to get waxed out there by Jacob Van Meter. And if Van Meter didn't hit him, then there was nobody left to stop him. the ball was just a little high anyway, and it's incomplete.
6: Yep. Just going out on the outside there, like you said, he, he he threw it out there to the guy. But the, like you said, Jacob Van Meter was right there. He had him coming in there to, to make the tackle.
3: Sutton with a couple of late scores finishes it off and beats Central Catholic tonight 22 to nothing. Santoro holds off Hershey 14-6. to six. Third down and 10. Kronk, four-man rush, has to get out of the pocket, flicks it out here into the opening, and just off the fingertips again of the wide receiver, Caden Smith. Last couple were just a a centimeter high. high. Yep, yep,
6: they were just a little bit high on that, and the receiver's going up in the air, and I think Carson Murphy's the one that kind of broke that one up there for Carney Catholic, but uh, just a little bit high on the throw on the last
3: two. Caden Smith got up after that one, too, so he wanted to make the catch just... Over his fingertips, fourth down, we'll go again. We're down to three and a half minutes with the running clock, 58 to 6, Carney Catholic here at Wood River. Kronk looking right all the way, going to cock and throw it as far as he can. This is going to be kind of a jump ball, and it's out of bounds. Graves floated out of bounds, trying to go get it, intended for Aiden. And Carney Catholic will take over now with 317 remaining, leading it 58 to 6. Don't over want to look want to overlook what Cale Conrad did early in the ballgame, too. He had a fumble recovery uh, for a touchdown, yep. but he ran one in, and then he had a second fumble recovery. And, again, some of the starters just not getting many snaps tonight. Right,
6: yep, exactly right. You know, and Cale's one of those guys that they're going to lean on pretty heavily for the run game uh, for Carney Catholic, and he runs the football extremely hard uh, for Carney Catholic, and he does a good job at middle linebacker. So, yep, you're exactly right there.
3: Carson Murphy, the quarterback, Brant Christner, in at running back. Here comes the center. (laughs) Yeah, looked like the center. They said, hey, Easton Manor, Manor, get out there, and we'll let you uh, snap it. So he says, all right, I'm in. And they'll hand it to Kristner, starts left, and then runs into the black and white jersey of Josh Luer, who will yank him down after a gain of about a yard. Yep,
6: just going off that left side there. You know, Brandt Kristner going off the left side, and then Josh Luer was right there to make the tackle for uh, the Silverbacks.
3: Again, next week. The Silverbacks will be back in action as they travel to Cozan and then they'll play Holdridge down in Shelton in two weeks. Again, only two home games, I believe, it is for each t- team this year. And Murphy turns and hands it off to his eye back, who this time in the ball game is Logan Rogash. Comes up the left sideline inside the 20 to the 15. And they'll say he steps out of bounds. Looks like first down territory at the 11 yard line. Again, to 12. Yeah.
6: Nice handoff, you know, deep handoff to Logan Rogash. Logan did a good job of bouncing it out to the outside and uh, picking up the first down for Carney Catholic as about six, six
3: guys on each team keep running in and out. Here comes Ian <laughs> Hewitt to come in and play left tackle. Murphy, the quarterback. Every time the running back's different, and this time they'll hand it off to Tyson Redinger, and Redinger will get inside the 10 to about the 8 a gain of 3.
6: Yep, just nice hard run, taking it off to the right side there. Of uh, Carney Catholics' line and uh, picking up a couple yards on the play is Tyson Redinger.
3: Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show coming up when we are done here. Cannon Wrath and the crew back at the studio bringing you all the scores from around the area and around the state on this first Friday night, week one. Under a minute to go. Murphy with christner the running back this time they hand it to brant murphy takes it back bootleg around the left side ducks his shoulder inside the five runs over a man but is kept out of the end zone he'll be brought down at the one and a late penalty flag on the play yeah. and because of that penalty flag if they don't stop the clock this football game may be over
6: yep they're just uh you know good good faking and on the play and going off to the outside
3: I'm going to double-check my book. I always thought they stopped the clock on the penalty, penalty. even in this situation. But I'll, I'll check that out. We'll get a hold of Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy's probably – he's already probably on his way home. He'll probably let me know. <laughs> and, yeah, this is it. Uh, the yep. officials have not been quick at all tonight. And so this football game is over, no matter what the penalty is. The final score here tonight will be Carney Catholic, 58, and Wood River Shelton, 6. And now what are they going to say – The clock ran out. The official says that the game's not over. Did the Stars call a timeout?
6: I don't think so. Coach Harvey was getting them lined up over there to...
3: Looks like there will be...
6: Put the clock back to 40 seconds, he said.
3: Oh, okay. That'll take him a moment to do that. The ball is at the one-yard line. Never did see see what the penalty was. There was no movement. They And they're going to pick up the flag. No flag. So it'll be first and goal at the one for Kearney Catholic. And Murphy, the quarterback, takes the snap, turns, hands it off to his running back, Logan Rogash. And Logan is into the end zone for a touchdown here on opening night.
6: now yep, just took the handoff, going straight up the middle. Uh, Logan Rogash did and uh, punched it in there for the touchdown for Kearney Catholic.
3: Nothing special. We knew what yep. was coming. Everybody right. kind of knew what was coming as yep. they just rotated the running backs on that drive, right left. They did have the one quarterback keeper there from uh, from uh, the uh, quarterback in Murphy, yep. and uh, that was the play before the touchdown. So it's now 64 to six Carney Catholic with 36 seconds to go, and Kate Olman now coming in to uh, kick the extra point. Kearney Catholic home next week to take on Gothenburg. Gothenburg yep. And then the following week, St. Paul, who is going to fall to Pierce, it looks like, tonight. But both picked to be district champions. So those are two big games at Miles Field that we'll have for you. And the extra point snap and penalty flags. Yeah, kept, uh, Ullman. Ullman made it. But they're going to have to do it again, it looks like, as it was blown dead before the kick went up.
4: Yeah, yep, so...
6: Let's see, offsides on uh, Offside. the silverback. So,
3: well, it's a uh, final at Foster Field. Carney was up ten nothing after the first quarter and didn't get anything going after that. And Lincoln Southeast wins it fourteen to ten. And next week it's Omaha West Side who just drilled Creighton Prep forty-two to nothing. Ranked number one or number two, depending on what publication you look at. So, Carney High has got a tough, tough schedule. That 50 50 game tonight goes to Southeast, who was 9 and 2 last year. Now we're ready to go. The snap is down. The kick is up by Ullman, and it is good. 36 seconds remaining in the game. Kearney Catholic 65, Wood River Shelton 6. Our ENT, our five points bank touchdown. A Kearney Catholic one yard run by Logan Rogash. We'll be right back.
12: to be a Platte River Preps school sponsor, email digital at platteriverradio.com and find out how you can support your team on Platriverpreps.com.
15: Five
3: stations. Boom 30 Yes, yes. Hastings. KXPN Carney. The Breeze,
15: 94.5. Classic hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. Riverpreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports. Your music.
3: 36 seconds remaining, opening night. It was Carney Catholic from the get-go tonight, Doug due to Don Leese. Uh, they were able to take the opening drive, 52 yards, score. Wood River Shelton on their first offensive play through an interception, and it didn't uh, work out any better for the Silverbacks since then. Of course, uh, they did get the 70-yard touchdown pass earlier in this quarter from uh, Cronk into the hands of Thompson. Didn't know what the final score would be, but kind of expected uh, with the kids that weren't able to play tonight right. for Wood River Shelton because of the COVID. The kick is popped up in the air unintentionally, and the Silverbacks do a good job of handling that one. It's like the pitcher trying to back up and catch a punt, or a, a bunt, and it is a hauled in there at the 42-yard line. So 28 seconds, they might not even run a play because the clock is running. And I think that's it. I don't think they're going to run a play. They're all coming over. The headset is off. And Kearney Catholic will start the season 1-0, ranked as high as third in the Omaha World Herald. And Wood River Shelton will be 0-1 as they get ready to go to Cozad. Coming up, the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. We'll have some final stats. We'll talk with the coach, look at some scores, and Ruts and Rivals postgame and our scoreboard show will follow us. So keep it here on Power 99. As always, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors. Stay with us for the postgame after this.
2: 500.
14: Thanks for listening to this sports broadcast. Proudly brought to you in part by the staff and management of Ganguish Seed Farms in Shelton. Ganguish Seed Farms knows how hard all these students and coaches work for their team's success. That's why Ganguish Seed is very proud to support all of our athletes. Good luck today, and remember, winning means trying. Good luck to all the student-athletes from everyone at Ganguish Seed Farms in Shelton. Find us online at ganguishseedfarms.com or call 308-647-5301.
3: And it's time now for the New West postgame show here on Power 99. And once again, thanks so much, New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic, for being a part of our coverage. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary, no matter the activity. New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. And Carney Catholic starts the season with a victory over Wood River Shelton by a score of 65 to six. And Don, uh they've got some tough tough uh competition coming up but carney catholic showed that they uh clicked tonight uh outside of that second quarter with some maybe some penalties that they won't like uh they they look pretty good
6: yeah they did you know that's one thing you know you, you want to get that one game underneath your belt because there's a lot of things when you're as a coach you kind of look at you know, okay what do we need to make you know some adjustments and stuff and uh but, you know, they, they played pretty well on, uh, you know, the opening opening series. They got the football and just took it right down and uh, uh, scored right away. And then, you know, some things just did not go very well for Wood River Shelton with, you know, like you said, you know, being the 50-yard line, being one of the, you know, spots where Carney Catholic had to start one of their longest drives at, uh, you know, everything else was inside that. And uh, when that happens, things just start to, you know, snowball. But you got to give Wood River, you know, a Shelton uh, credit, they, they didn't roll that roll over. They kept fighting. They kept doing what they co- could. A couple kids got hurt. A couple kids got, uh, you know, COVID stuff, you know, and they had to shuffle some people in and out and they had to do it very quickly.
3: Well, Kearney Catholic didn't have a whole lot of offense in the second half for a couple of reasons. They had two short fields when they scored. There were a couple of penalties that negated, uh, actually, touchdowns uh, out there. So here's what we have. First off for Wood River Shelton. Uh, Waylon Cronk, the quarterback, eight carries, negative 16 yards. Devin Jepson, one carry, zero. Mason King, one carry, one yard. Carson Thompson, two carries, 15 yards. Then they had the bad punt snap uh, that Huxtable ended up picking up and losing 15 yards on that got into the end zone. He got it back out to the nine, but that's a loss of 15. So 13 rushing attempts, negative 15 yards of the ball game for the Silverbacks through the air. Uh, because caleb stewart got hurt early he never even uh, played quarterback cronk put it up three of 12 in the first half and an interception for 16 yards three of 13 for a touchdown at 94 yards in the second half so in the ball game he was six of 25 for 110 yards one touchdown and one interception three first downs five punts in the ball game couple of nice ones and then a couple of uh, tough snaps that went 6 and 11 yards. Five uh, penalties in the game for 35 yards. And again, the lone score for the Silverbacks, the 70-yard touchdown pass from Waylon Cronk to uh, Carson Thompson. Unofficially for Carney Catholic, Cale Conrad, all of his carries were in the first quarter. Ten carries, 47 yards, and one offensive touchdown. He did have a fumble recovery for a defensive touchdown. He actually had two fumble recoveries in the game. Uh, for Tate Florell, one carry, nine yards. Brett Christner, three carries, four yards. Brett Mahoney, one carry, one yard. Riley Greaser, five carries, 39 yards. Logan Rogish, three carries, 10 yards at a touchdown. Uh, Carson Murphy, one carry, three yards. Tyson Rediger, two carries, 13 yards. Quarterback Heinrich Harburg, who didn't play in the second half, had six carries for 14 yards and a touchdown. 32 rushing attempts, 140 yards for Kearney Catholic. In the second half, the Stars only threw it twice. Mahoney had a nine-yard touchdown pass out into the flap to Garrett Schmatterer. So uh, they were two of two for nine yards in the second half. Harburg in the first half 12 of 13 176 yards and four touchdowns so as a team 14 of 15 for 185 yards and five touchdowns through the air 185 through the air 140 on the ground again in a score like this 325 yards is nothing but again they only started field, field position outside in their own territory one time and that was at the 48 to start the game uh, two punts for an average of a 37 yards, six penalties for 40 yards, unofficially 17 first downs for Kearney Catholic. Uh, again, the four touchdown passes, Harburg moved them around. Logan Miner did have a couple of touchdown receptions, though, in the game. And the Stars will host Gothenburg next week. We'll take a break and be back with more on the New West Post game show after this. Hoping to get a chance to talk to Rashawn Harvey, and uh, has to be pretty pleased with the tonight's outcome. Uh, while we wait for the coach, we remind you of the rivals and run scoreboard show coming up, and uh, let's give you a few of the scores: Lincoln Southeast rallied to beat Carney 14 to 10. North Platte held off Aurora 13 to 6. Hastings over McCook 35-14. York beat Crete 35-6. Fourth quarter scores, Bennington over Northwest, 40-24. Seward over Lexington, 19-7. Adams Central beat Holdridge, 35 to nothing. Ogallala was leading Broken Bow, 21-6 in the fourth quarter. Kozad was shutting out Gothenburg. Wow. Whoa. 35-0, and that doesn't play out well for what we just said. Carney Castle yeah. gets Gothenburg, and Wood River Shelton gets Kozad uh, next week. So a little bit of surprise. Uh, looking for that final on Pierce, that may be a final, 34-25. Was a last score that we had. Other finals Sutton uh, beats Granald and Central Catholic 22 0. Centura over Hershey 14 6. North Platte St. Pats beat Donovan Trumbull 35 12. Wilbur Claytonia over Hastings St. Cecilia 28 7. Ord was leading Gordon Rushville in the fourth quarter by a score of 64 0. It was Amherst over Alma 45 6. Elm Creek, this has always been good games, 22 20 over Arcadia Loop City. Highline over Arapaho, they were tied at the half and then shut them out, 30 32 to 14. Bertrand over Overton, 49 to 6. We're looking for an update on the Southern Valley Ravenna game. Uh, you can call our hotline at 308 646 0506. You can either call it or text it. Uh, looking for an update on the Ravenna game uh, over there in D1. It was Kennesaw taking care of Axtell, 60-2. We're looking for an update on Pleasanton Brady as well, 646-0506. Loomis holding on for a 30-22, fourth quarter lead over Blue Hill, and BDS no problem over Diller-Odell, 56-2. In uh, some six-man action earlier today, uh, Arthur County beat SEM. Spalding Academy scored with 45 seconds to go to beat Harvard, and that was 47-40. The defending champion, Hartland Lutheran, uh, able to beat Elba by a score of 63-32. to So we tried to, uh, again, find the... Uh, largest flight of stairs for coach to uh, run up here today. <laughs> but uh, I, I will, I will say this for those that have been around a while, they remember when this press box was built here in the Scott Frost playing time, because so many people were coming over to watch him and it was a great facility. They just built narrow stairs and yeah. now they've got Jimmy Ski and They've dedicated it to him. He comes <laughs> up here. Killer's done it for years and films and does all the work for him. But uh, let's bring in the head coach of the Cardi Catholic stars, Rashawn Harvey and uh, coach, um, You were going to be favored tonight anyway, and then when Wood River Shelton loses starting quarterback and three starters, uh, they just didn't get out of the gate, and uh, you guys look pretty good tonight. Outside of maybe the penalties in the second quarter, you look pretty good.
18: Yeah, our our young man came out and responded well. We thought we could come out and perform well on on all three areas, offense, defense, special teams, and and we did. Uh, I'm more excited about how our defense uh, performed tonight. Um, You know, when our young guys got in there, they took advantage of a couple kids, but Outside of that, we performed well. Yeah, we missed some tackles, especially we rocked some guys off the edge, but we played lights out defensively. You take a look at what were you expecting tonight as to opposed of what you did see. Well, we were expecting some more tight end sets tonight. I don't think we got one at all. So they were primarily spread uh, all night. So we thought they would try to run the ball a little bit more, control the clock. But they decided they were going to put it in the air. Now that number eleven, I think he's a freshman. He's a pretty good arm. So. Uh, he took some licks tonight, 13 took some licks tonight, when those kids got back up. So we expect expecting more run game to control the clock and not get it back to us as much. But, you know, they're going to do what they do. Coach Aspi wants to throw the ball. I know he's a Tony Franklin system guy, I believe, you know, coming from Giltner. He wants to put the ball in the air, and that's what he did tonight.
6: Yep, and, uh, you know, we kind of mentioned it too, you know, you, you, your aspects of the game, you you got some, you know, good weapons on the outside, and you got some people on the, on the inside. As far as you know, Kale Conrad and, the, and running the football. What'd you think of the line?
18: The I think our, our line got off pretty slow tonight. We missed some linebackers and a forty front that we thought we'd be able to get to, but they settled down. I think they were kind of nervous a little bit, but they settled down. And I think we established a pretty good run game. I don't know how many yards we ran for, but. Uh, but it was decent enough tonight that they performed well. They, you know, they knew they didn't play to their, their best ability, but we performed well, um, running the ball 140 yards. So we'll take it.
3: As you, uh, come out of here healthy. Uh, it yeah. didn't look yeah. like we had to take anybody to the yeah. sidelines. Um, and you, you progress, and now Gothenburg's getting beat up tonight by Kozad, which I think was a little bit of a surprise, 35-0. And then you're going to get St. Paul, and mm-hmm. they, it looked like they fell to Pierce, but they're both going to be angry the next couple of weeks. Uh, without looking at the film, what did you see when you walk into practice meetings uh, for, for
18: Sunday and Monday? Mm-hmm. You know, we'll get ready for ground and pound. This is what we're going to get ready for. We know Gothenburg doesn't want to throw the ball much. We're going to see a totally different style than what they saw here tonight and right. then we got to get that switched in their brain that now you're going to get two teams in a row that are going to go after what what is perceived as carny Catholic's Achilles heel we can't stop the run so we're going to get people come at us ground and pound they're going to challenge you mentally physically and so how will you respond so we'll we'll watch the film and say hey if we want to get a win we know we can score some points but are we going to be able to stop them are we going to let them control the clock or not interesting because I'll probably ask you next mm-hmm. week in the pregame but what about playing Heinrich
3: on special teams, putting mm-hmm. him back there, return the opening kickoff? Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's people mm-hmm. that are going to go, what are they doing? Right. He's a great athlete, and he mm-hmm. wants to play high school football. Mm-hmm. Talk about the decision
18: to, to keep him out there more than just a quarterback. We're going to keep him engaged. He's an athlete, and he wants to do special teams. You know he wants to play some defense now. Did he give us the best effort on defense? And he heard me say it, so I'm not going to sugarcoat it to him. So we got after him a little bit about that. But you know he needs to stay engaged. You know he's a weapon. He needs to be on the field. He doesn't. He he wants. He, he texted me today and said, "Hey coach, I want to take one back on the opening kickoff." Okay, great. He's excited about doing those type things because he he wants to showcase what he can do. All right,
3: Coach, uh, we'll let you get back down to the team, and uh, we'll see you next week for the home opener. All right, appreciate you coming to Stars. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. That is the head coach, Rashawn Harvey. They win it tonight by a score of 65-6. to Heinrich Harburg throws four touchdowns. He runs for another one in the football game, and uh, also Cale Conrad had two fumble recoveries and a touchdown in the contest. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Don't forget, certified and fellowship-trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no necessary schedule. Your appointment today. We'll see you next Friday night. Keep it here. The Rivals and Ruts scoreboard show is coming up next.
12: To be a Platte River Preps school sponsor, like Carney Catholic, Awari Dunes, and Copycat Printing, email digital at com and find out how you can support your team on com.
3: Five stations. Foam 30, K-E-Chance. Yes, yes. Hastings. K-X-P-N, Carney, The Breeze, 94.5. Classic hits. Power 99.
15: One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports. Your music.